0: Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
2: Today is... Tuesday, September 26th. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia-based Rite Aid Pharmacy will soon shutter hundreds of its stores nationwide. The closures are part of a bankruptcy plan coming in the middle of mounting debt and legal threats. The pharmacy chain, headquartered at the Navy Yard, already closed several local stores in recent months, including one at 23rd and Walnut and another at 19th and Arch Streets in Center City. It's proposing to shutter an additional 25% of its stores, equating to some 400 to 500 locations uh, it's still unclear exactly how many stores or employees will be affected in our area
4: I'm just reading this morning that cvs is closing a whole bunch of stores as they, well so they wow.
3: already did cvs um announced nearly a thousand store closures in 2021 i don't know if there's additional stores yeah, steve yeah. but in 2021 they did close a thousand stores pharmacies have been struggling due to an evolving landscape in this digital world but also how drugs are paid for reimbursement and sold at pharmacy level
2: i never really liked ride aid i don't know why either
4: you you know, there, you know, you kind of you have your
3: pharmacy. You got your place, yeah. right? So CVS
4: yeah. is kind of my pharmacy. Me too. But, but that is my, yeah. yeah, me too. Rite Aid, there was a, there's a Rite Aid on uh, Montgomery. Yeah, that right. During here. right during the pandemic, uh, was like they had like a like a little supermarket inside. So oh, I, really, I would go get stuff there. Okay. And it was like so. I, now I have my Rite Aid numbers. it Some of them were really really well laid out.
3: Uh, CVS is also my place, always has been, um, but Rite Aid, uh, so (laughs) this is like the most bizarre thing ever. All right,
4: take us on this journey.
3: I, um, actually it was Delco versus Buxco. Buxco versus Delco. I'm always first. Um... (laughs) When my friend Elisa came in, we got like matching outfits. She bought me t-shirts. Yeah. She bought us headbands, whatever. There was a headband. She goes, "I stopped and got you a headband to match mine. I got it at Rite Aid." I was like, "Okay, whatever." We mm-hmm. wore it that morning. There's pictures of us in it. Well, I kept the headband, and it's the most comfortable headband. I don't wear like hats or or hair ties or anything like that. It gives me a headache. But when I work out, I like to put like a yeah. headband on, so I wear this headband to work out. So anytime I pass a Rite Aid, I stop in to see if see, I can they have find headbands. More, to see if I can find more. So that's of the your same stop for
4: fashion, right? Rite Aid is less a pharmacy than it is a clothing store it's for the you.
3: the only thing I stop in. There, there's one at the King of yeah. Prussia Mall. Anytime I'm there, I'm like, let me just go in and see if maybe they have another one. <laughs> Do you ever find them? I never find them. I have one. Well, maybe
4: that's where they're going out of business. <laughs>
3: yeah, Seriously. Too
4: many people upset about not finding headbands. Yeah,
3: so I'm I'm sad. I don't want Rite Aid to go out of business. I want <laughs> them to produce more of these headbands for me. Uh, Rite Aid has not yet commented on the bankruptcy plan or the possible closure. Did they comment
4: on the headbands or no? They didn't uh, comment
3: uh, uh, on the headbands. I'm hoping yeah. after today they will, Steve. The Powerball jackpot climbed to an estimated $835 million I didn't dollars win? after no one beat the Aww. immense odds Monday night and won the top prize case. Damn it. The winning numbers were 10, 12, 22, 36, 50, and 4. With the latest bid of lottery losing, uh, there now have been 29 consecutive drawings without a jackpot winner, dating back to July 19th when a player in California won $1.08 billion. <laughs> that winless streak is due to the miserable odds of winning the Powerball jackpot at one in 293. 2.2 million. It's those long odds that result in such large top prizes as they cause the jackpot to roll over week after week. Three people in Florida and one person in Oregon matched five numbers to win a million dollars. The new jackpot is one of the largest in the world behind grand prizes in the Powerball and Mega Millions games that all topped a billion dollars. The biggest jackpot was 2.04 billion dollar Powerball prize won in November of 2022 in California. Although the game highlights the 835 million dollar prize that is for a winner who is paid through an annuity over 30 years. Winners almost always choose the cash payout option, yeah. which for the next drawing Wednesday night will be an estimated $390.4 million. The
4: dude who won that president was the guy who bought that elaborate estate that you were reporting on. Yep. Like right yeah. in the Decaf- Yeah. Celebrities are all his neighbors looking at like, him like, what is this? He didn't start to work <laughs> his way in. He's just this? like,
2: I'm <laughs> putting <laughs> my flag right yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Leo. Yeah. Born Leo. <laughs> Stand there with cup yeah. of coffee. Hey, in Drake, a, how in
4: are
3: you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would do that, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, neighbor. <laughs> the giant jackpot would also be subject to federal taxes, and some states also uh, tax lottery winnings. Powerball is played in 45 states, as well as Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. The surprise attendance of pop superstar Taylor Swift at Sunday's Kansas City Chiefs game also brought an unexpected surge in sales of Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey's jersey, according to sports <laughs> oh, retailer oh oh, yeah. Fanatics. Yesterday, Travis Kelsey was one of the top five selling NFL players and saw a nearly 400 percent spike in sales throughout the Fanatics network on sites including NFLShop.com. A spokesperson for Fanatics, the NFL's official e-commerce partner, so those were taking then, yeah. and
2: then if if this if this relationship is legit, yeah, yeah, and it goes the way of other. Taylor Swift relationships, there will be a mass burning of Kelsey jerseys. Oh, yeah. If it goes that, it goes to Sanders. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. By it, Swifties who went out and sure. bought these jerseys. So what is it? Is it Trey or Trey-Tay? Oh, I'm Ooh. not even, I'm not going in. Right? I'm not, you're not doing going it. in. No, yeah. Steve,
3: I'm in with you. I'm in with you. I don't. Know, let me think about it. I'll tell you which one I like. Because you know it's going to happen. <laughs> the singer was shown cheering on the Chiefs during the Fox Sports broadcast, dressed in red and white, uh, red and white team jacket.
4: I heard trailer. As trailer. As... Yes. Uh, okay. I like yeah. yours. A little, little Midwest, but okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, she appeared to be sitting next to Donna Kelsey, the player's mom, chatting and laughing throughout the game at Arrowhead Stadium You don't have
4: in me City. fooled for a second. You're a tramp.
3: <laughs> Swift's show of support report comes after weeks of speculation by various NFL broadcasters and the vast majority of Swifties that she and Kelsey are dating, though the two have not publicly confirmed any romantic link. I
4: was seeing an article today that suggested that uh, that they have gone out actually a number of times right. uh, and that oh. have been under the veil of a super tight security network. We'll still
3: wait and see. Yeah. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> Eagles are 3 and 0 after yeah. beating the Buccaneers 25-11 last night in Tampa Bay. They did it! Jalen Hurts threw for a touchdown, ran for another, and led the Eagles on a game-ending drive that lasted more than nine minutes. They did it! According to Skoragami, last night's final is the 1,078th unique final score in oh, NFL man. history as no game had ever ended 25-11 until last night. The Eagles are back home this weekend and will host the Washington Commanders on Sunday kickoff a set for 1 o'clock. With only six games remaining in the regular season, the Phils were off last night and open up their final home homestands in, uh, against the Pittsburgh Pirates' Tonight, because the Arizona Diamondbacks lost to the Yankees yesterday in New York, the Phils can clinch both a playoff berth and the top National League wild card spot tonight. Aaron Nola will get the start, and the first pitch is scheduled for 640. And the Flyers began their preseason with a 6-0 loss last night to the New Jersey Devils. The good news for the Flyers is that Sean Couturier played his first game since December 18, 2021, a span of 646 days. The preseason continues tomorrow night with a game in New York against the Islanders. The puck will drop at 7 and that's what I have
2: for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. First, let's start off by mentioning the things you can win today on the program. It's Tuesday. So we have a President of Steve Show-themed tattoo to give away from our friends at Floating World <laughs> Tattoo and Piercing. 1729 South Street in Philly. Just text the word "tattoo" to 39333, and you might win a $350 gift certificate. We also have your chance to win $1,000 two times this morning alone at 8 and 10 a.m. with MMR's Crumbum Cash. So get yourself prepared for that. Uh, we also, can I mention these? This uh, The, yeah, the yeah, passes yeah, yeah. part. We're going to have some uh, movie passes for Saw 10. Oh, wow. Your chance to win those. So listen up for your opportunity to grab those tickets. We also have guests on the program. A guest on the program. Our friend David Wissickinen of the Hooters is going to be coming by today. He has got a uh, documentary. It is called Heart of the Beat. Huh. We're going to talk to Dave about all that and all things Hooters. They just had their tour with Rick Springfield and uh, the other actors. But uh, it's been... An what
5: about ex- our huge freaking Hooters, huh?
2: Uh, it's been exciting <laughs> uh, for those guys this year. So we'll talk to David. And, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> oh my it's God. time to reveal <laughs> Kathy's fall activities list. Yes! For 2023. I actually shaved for this. You shaved? <laughs> yeah.
3: Me too. I want it to look my best. <laughs> Your whole body? Yeah,
4: everything. Right. My pubes, everything.
2: All right. We'll get yourself ready for that. We will do that in the 8 o'clock hour, so we'll do that after the first Bizarre File.
3: Yeah, I'm excited. You're, I think you guys are going to like this list.
2: New theme song, new list, all things fall as we're headed into that season. So make sure you get yourself ready for that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. The Entertainment Report and Stupid Question are on the way to hang out
1: in mmr's early days we used carrier pigeons for requests but some people got mad at us so now we have the text line at 39333 it's faster better and there's less poop so text us anytime at 39333
6: get social with preston and steve Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
0: Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme.
7: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, ihate Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. ihate One place, one price.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston & Steve Show podcast.
2: We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Adventure Aquarium, if you can answer this question correctly. Uh, before eBay was eBay, what was it called? Mm. What was it originally called? I still use eBay sometimes. Yeah, from time to time. I will, too. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. I'll just do the buy-it-now thing rather yeah. than sit
4: bidding. And, yeah, yeah. and bid. But, you know, that uh, could end in disaster, especially when you're bidding on a beloved child book. That this you- is true. That you've been drinking heavily and <laughs> try to bid
3: after a bottle of thousand
2: dollars. in. Um,
3: Did you buy it?
2: No, I I got outbid. You lost. You lost, uh, lost the bidding. <laughs> thank God. I got. I mustered up my courage to, <laughs> to bid a way higher price than I really wanted to bid, and I, thankfully I was outbid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were saved that night. All right, let's see if you know the answer. What was eBay originally called? 215 263 wmmr Today's birthdays. Uh, today's the 26th of September. Uh, they include Melissa Sue Anderson. Yes. The actress from Little House on the Prairie. She played uh, the Big Sister, Mary. Always
4: had uh, lovely eyes, Preston. Beautiful blue
2: eyes. Transcendent eyes. And then uh, they made her blind. Right. At one point That's on the show, right. I think towards the end of the show, before they blew up yeah, the town. Yeah, they, they blew up the town, made her blind. Made her blind. Uh, she is uh, 61 years old today But yeah, I always had a, a thing for her when I was a kid uh, Linda Hamilton Oh Yep, Uh, The Badass, The Terminator, of course. That series really launched her. She was already an established actress. Former
4: Mrs. James Cameron, right? They uh, were married for briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, So she turns uh, 67 years old today. Also in Beauty and the Beast with Ron Perlman. That is correct. Um, Tennis star Serena Williams has her birthday today. 42 years old. Greatest ever do it. uh, And one of the greatest athletes ever one of the one Tremendous. of the greatest to, to dominate her sport i mean yeah. she's up there with um you know tiger woods and uh and uh, all the greatest of the greats you know i mean she's just a, dominated the sport um
4: phenomenal talent
2: it's, yeah. it's interesting
8: to see because she originally was in the shadow of her sister yeah and then just be i mean because venus
9: obviously is pretty damn good too that's why king richard is so good yeah. because it's really set uh, upon the time where uh, Richard Williams was, um, I mean, uh, uh, who do you call it? Venus was the star. And right. This, yeah. this was her platform. But at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, he goes, You're going to be the You're yeah, going to be, better the, best than best her. Yeah, gonna be the best ever. You're going to be the best ever. You're my favorite daughter.
2: Huh? Uh, so she is uh, 42 years old today. Uh, guitarist uh, Greg Chiquiso. Sarah,
10: yeah. Jefferson's Jefferson Starship. <laughs> I can
2: And Starship, uh, former lead guitarist for that band. Apparently he does uh, like smooth jazz and stuff. Does he? I could believe that. Uh, But yeah, Uh, Greg. It says
9: Jefferson Starship. Was he in Jefferson Airplane too? Uh, I don't don't think so. I think it
2: was in uh, Jefferson Starship and Starship. Okay. Uh, If I remember correctly, yeah. I think he's the guy playing the the guitar on, um, you know, We Built This City and all that. But he also goes back to, you know, Jane and and, uh, a bunch of those other really cool. Songs. Yeah, the
4: uh, uh, Ray Cantor is that his name? Yeah,
2: yeah, yep. Uh, he is sixty nine today. Another great musician, uh, singer Brian Ferry. Celebrates him. his birthday today. Yep. Uh, Roxy Music, uh, 78 years old today. They were in town like last they year. They were. I
4: think. I think I think Pierre saw them.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so happy birthday to Mr. Brian Ferry. Also turning a year older is Sherry Moon Zombie. Ah. Rob Zombie's wife and uh, actress as well. He puts her in some of the films.
4: She's in the horror film. She plays Lily Munster in the Munsters movie he did, uh, which was interesting. Yeah. Eh. It was okay. Yeah. Uh she is 53 today.
2: And then the last birthday I saw is Jake Paltrow, who is the director of Gwyneth Paltrow. Jake! Uh, I'm sorry, do that again. Jake! <laughs> there you go. That's Jake, uh, and he's a director. Actually, he's. Right. I, was, I was looking up his IMDb, and like he's directed some ep- episodes of uh, Bordalk Empire, okay, and uh, and a few things here and there. So I guess he's legit. Yeah, uh, too legit to quit. He turns uh, 48 today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to the stupid question, which is what was eBay originally called? Two one five. 263-WMMR is the number. And we will go to Dave to see if we can get the answer. Hi, Dave. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good, Dave. All right, what was uh, eBay originally called, please? Auction Web. Yeah, that was it. Auction Web. Where did eBay come from? Good question. Uh, I guess... Electronic uh, bay? bay? Yeah, I mean, bay, like sure, a, yeah. like purchasing from a, right. a I don't know, shipping bay or something like that. Uh, Dave, you got it right, and we are going to set you up with a fourth pack of tickets to Adventure Aquarium. You can experience the glow with glittering gourds of all shape, sizes, and species only during fantastic fall days. Now through November 5th, you can explore glowing sea creatures and discover underwater pumpkin
11: carpers.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets and information added. Sort of sounds like a fall activity there. <laughs> does. Yes, it does. We're getting Kathy's full activities this morning, by the way. For those of you who are just joining us a little bit after 8 o'clock, so get ready. All right, so Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas have temporarily agreed to keep their two children in New York. Good. Uh, this news comes days after the Game of Thrones actress filed a lawsuit stating that the Jonas Brothers singer was preventing the children from returning to their habitual residents of England by holding on to their passports.
4: You shall not take them to their habitual residence,
2: According to court documents filed on Monday, both Turner and Jonas are, quote, prohibited from removing their two children or causing the children to be removed from the jurisdictions of the United States District Courts for the Southern and Eastern Districts of New York pending further order of this
4: court. So I wonder how long this whole thing was eroding, because this went from zero to 60 pretty quickly. And I don't think it was just like turn. On a dime, that there had to be a whole bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes. Besides that ring doorbell camera incident, apparently, what was the ring doorbell? Remember thing? that apparently she went out and did something, and he heard it or saw it on the on the video from the doorbell. This is a whole thing that was reported in the news, and whatever it was, it was so profound that it made him say, "Okay, enough. We're we're splitting." We were joking that she went out and farted, right? Yeah, The and farting was, uh, yeah, that was. Yeah. We assumed <laughs> uh, maybe because she had told him apparently, uh, and he was under under the misconception that she had no butthole. Uh, Oh, yeah. You remember, that was whole story. Because she, she was like, perfect. She doesn't crap or fart. Zero butthole.
2: Yeah. Uh, but some might find that fun if well, you do have a butthole. Yeah, so, you have you another know. thing to play with. Yeah. Uh, so this means the former couple... It's like a box of toys in your kid. Kids can't be removed from the greater New York City area, including the Hudson Valley and Long Island. Uh, Jonas filed for divorce from Turner earlier this month after four years of marriage. Turner claims she found out about the divorce,
4: quote, through the media. She was required to sign an affidavit swearing to the fact that she does indeed have a butthole. That she does yeah. indeed
2: uh-huh.
4: have a butthole. Yes, she, she filed a writ of yaha.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Cindy Crawford spoke out, uh, Kathy, Cindy! about her Robert. short lived marriage to Richard Gere. Ah. Oh, okay. on the new
9: I'm sorry (laughs) bro
2: on the new Apple TV Plus series The Supermodels Uh, the pair met in 1988 and eloped in Vegas in 1991 before getting divorced in 1995 Uh, she said I think I was 22 when we met gear was almost 40 at the time and listen what she says she says "Um, in the beginning of a relationship when you're a young woman you're like oh you like baseball I like baseball oh you're really into Tibetan Buddhism well I might be into
4: that I'll try that She was just trying to accommodate his desires. Yeah, 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 yeah. oh, you're into gerbils, I'm into gerbils. <laughs> 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 Boy, yeah. you sure have a lot of gerbils, <laughs> dude. We were we were talking about gerbils
2: or hamsters or something the other day, and somebody texted in Jerry Pennacoli's that name. Yeah,
4: Engelstack. like I had not heard that dude. in ages, Decades. man. And of course, was. this was and ridiculous as well. But, but it was just no. one of those things that gets attached to a celebrity. That might be the
8: first yeah. like urban legend I can ever remember. Because I, oh, I, I think one. I think for me and Casey, uh, no, not Richard Gear, uh, oh, Jerry Pennacoli, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were in elementary school, and I. didn't... I didn't understand it. Right. But I remember that people made fun of Jerry Pennacoli. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I gotta make fun of him too. Oh,
9: I, I mean I understood it. I knew exactly what the lore was, but I'm trying to think of how because I remember being a Boy Scout at the time that this <sighs> penicoli thing happened, and we were on a camping. We were on a camping trip, and we named this I remember this was Pennacoli Rock, and this was like gerbil play, and we oh, had named God. everything about that and <laughs> oh, how old was I? When did that happen? Was I 10? I think maybe. Yeah, I remember it in an elementary
8: school case, so probably like 9 or 10.
2: I forgot the the joke about Richard Gere was something like, why can't they hamster drive? Because he was stuck in gear or something <laughs> like oh, that. that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a whole
4: bunch of clever stuff like
2: so that. So Cindy added, uh, you're willing to kind of mold yourself around whoever you are in love with. And uh, she's been quiet about her marriage to the pretty woman actor in the past, even leaving him out in her 2015 autobiography uh, titled Becoming. So she's just now kind of touching on that. Stuff.
4: I remember their split as being okay. I mean, they kind of went their separate ways. Yeah. There, was, there wasn't really a lot of acrimony. Wasn't it a big least. Have available for you, Kathy. But yeah. that's not how life turned out. Uh, She's probably not into activity. uh, Bruce Willis's wife opened up
2: on how the family is handling his frontal temporal dementia diagnosis, saying uh, despite the challenges, it has taught their family how to love and care. Uh, They announced in March of 2022 that Willis was diagnosed with aphasia, which was impacting his cognitive abilities. Uh, He would step away from his career, of course, and then they announced in February he had been diagnosed with frontal temporal dementia. Uh, His wife, Emma, was on NBC's uh, today's show and said what i'm learning is that dementia is hard it's hard on the person diagnosed it's also hard on the family and that is no different for bruce or myself or our girls and when they say that this is a family disease it really is uh, she called herself a care partner and
4: her household has been uh open and honest about the disease uh, do we have a clip? we do we have a couple of clips of heard talking about you know the, the general overall perception of where he is right now and how they're dealing with it here we go.
3: We're a very honest, open household, and you know, the most important thing was to be able for us to explain what it is because, you know,
0: I don't want there to be any stigma or shame attached to their dad's diagnosis mm-hmm. or for any form of dementia.
4: She's asked uh, if Bruce knows what's going on. Can you move to that clip, please? Thank you. here we go.
5: Does he know what's going on? Is that something that he is aware of? Hard to know. It's hard to know. That has got to be
4: heartbreaking. I mean... And it seems to have progressed very quickly. Well, she had said, she
2: continued to say, what we know uh, is obviously the disease can start in the frontal and temporal lobes, like the name signifies. And one of the things frontal lobe controls is self-insight. So we really don't know. Some people, it is uh, the first thing they lose, any understanding that they themselves have changed. And other people retain that for a long time. Um, But she called her husband's uh, diagnosis the blessing and the curse. She had said uh, he is the gift that keeps on giving love, patience, resilience, so much and he's teaching me and our whole family Um, and for me to be here doing this this is not my comfort zone Uh, this is the power of Bruce she said Mm. so yeah so you know it's hard to say whether he knows exactly what's going on or not Uh, uh, Us Weekly reports Jason Sudeikis Sudeikis and uh, Olivia Wilde have reached a child custody agreement uh, regarding their two children, nine-year-old Otis and six-year-old Daisy. From what
4: I understand, the agreement is they have to keep the kids with the Jonas Brothers, right? I
2: think so. I think that's in the clause. Uh, This comes three years after they announced uh, they they were divorcing. Uh, They share custody of the two children with week-on, week-off schedule, and he is going to reportedly pay uh, $27,500 each month in child support. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, what they ruled on. So that's where that is.
4: We, the, the, uh, the biggest amount I've heard recently is the, the Kevin Costner. Uh, the, uh, the, right. the ex was, what was she asking for? 200,000? So they could maintain yeah. the lifestyle they were accustomed yeah. to? Yep, yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh,
2: USA Today reports Dane Cook and Kelsey Taylor got married in Oahu, Hawaii over the weekend. Approximately 20 guests attended the small ceremony at a private estate. Uh, his brother, Richard Pullman, shared a photo of Cook's 30 minutes before the wedding started to Instagram on Sunday. And Cook wrote in the comments, I've got to tell you, last night was one for the ages. I made more memories in one night than I have in a full year. Uh, the 51-year-old actor and the 24-year-old fitness instructor dated for five years before getting engaged of July of last year. So she was 19 when they met. No, uh, she was She was 17. 17.
4: What was the ages? What were the ages again?
2: Uh, Fifty-one and twenty-four.
4: Oh, okay. So yeah. Cook
2: has faced ah, criticism over the pair's age gap amid reports that he met Taylor during a game night when she was seventeen I, years oh, old. A
9: game <laughs> night? Like, so was she friend of the family? I. What do you mean game? Okay, I don't know. It
2: says, "quote unquote," during a game night when she was seventeen. The yeah. game
4: is bang the seventeen-year-old. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. Um, so bang the prepubescent. <laughs> uh you mentioned the brother. So one of his brothers. I don't know if it was this brother. I don't know if he has more than one brother, but you remember he got there was a whole bunch of legal wrangling with his one brother who he sued for stealing a lot of his money. Do you remember that? That's oh, wow. the whole deal. I don't remember that. Yeah, no. So I don't know if they've made up, and this is the brother that.
2: Yeah, I'm not know. sure if that's the same guy or not. Richard Pullman is, is yeah. this guy's name, so yeah. not really sure.
4: Someone has changed their
2: hair, sort of, sort of, sort of. Him. Yeah. Kim Kardashian shocked fans on Instagram yesterday when she shared images <laughs> from her CR fashion book cover shoot. She can be seen with a buzz cut. Really? And thin eyebrows. No yeah, you got to see this. Oh, uh, well,
4: it's it's a wig or something. Deviating sort of, yeah. from
2: her usual look. And people report that the short haircut appears to be a wig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's okay. why I said sort of.
3: God, how do you get all that, all that hair, hair in, a in a little wig like yeah, that? You gotta
2: mat matted down. Very good question. Unless they put part of it in a
4: ponytail and hid it behind her, Yeah, it's probably I don't know. Hair man. reporter, did you, mm. you report reporter? that um, the Miley <laughs> Cyrus situation? No, I don't know the Miley She's Cyrus She's gone uh, brunette. Ah, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was she before? Blonde. Okay. Uh, by the way,
2: uh, she wrote a CR fashion book cover for the 10 year anniversary issue. Crazy. I was on the first cover, and now 10 years later, still inspired by Karen Rotfield. Uh, she wrote in the caption. So. Totes Cray Cray. Uh, yeah. What? Oh.
4: This is a weird picture of yeah. her. Yeah. Well, she's on the American Horror story, so she thinks she's trying to get a little goth looking. I was going to okay. say that
3: first photo. Look mi- good. Minus, yeah, minus the thin eyebrows. I don't yeah. like that, but. Yeah, she like she kind of looks normal, but then the other ones she didn't. Uh,
2: speaking of Kardashians, Courtney was blasted by the mayor of Malibu for allegedly lying on a permit application for her recent poosh event. <laughs> her poosh event, <laughs> yes. <sighs> Uh, the Bruce Silverstein accused the pregnant wellness guru of misrepresenting the nature of the poolside with poosh party <laughs> being thrown at a sprawling Malibu, California mansion on Sunday.
4: We're going pushing, uh,
2: Silverstein wrote in a lengthy Facebook post, I understand that the event has been represented to be a baby shower that is being hosted by the owner of the property. Both of those representations are contrary to what the event planner told me, mm. which was that the house is being rented to foreign Influencer event
9: uh-huh. One
2: attendee told Page Six There were no more than 100 people attending the privately held Wellness event for Friends of Poosh
4: Courtney, queef out that candle
2: uh, it's not clear whether the pregnant uh, TV t- uh, reality TV star even attended the poolside with Poosh party Saturday.
4: Well, that would be sort of a bait and switch. And
2: he also said the bash was negative for his constituents. He said, as elected official, however, I am appalled by the situation and it helps me understand that residents throughout the city are dealing with. This is an absolute travesty. Uh, not a good look for the city, he said, although it's... Uh, a great ad to non-residents who want to come here and destroy the residents' peaceful <laughs> enjoyment of their homes. A nice little beach community, Preston. Uh, yeah. uh, images from the bash were shared to Pusha's Instagram page. Pusha. Mayor Silverstein is now requesting an internal investigation to determine whether any city employees were complicit in the alleged fraud. He's seeking capital punishment on this one. Yeah, it's yeah. we're looking for the death penalty on this. Uh, speaking of death, this is uh, very very sad because we just celebrated his birthday the other day, uh, but NCIS star David McCallum passed away on Monday. He was ninety years old. We were just talking you about know
4: him. in the pa- and I was sort of keeping a uh, running have, I think it's been about three people in the last month that you've reported on their birthdays, and then they died within 48 hours. Yeah, An What edition- are you
2: doing? To
4: playing a chief medical
2: examiner, Donald Ducky Mallard, for two decades on NCIS, McCallum was also nominated for two Emmys for his role uh, on The Man from U.N.C.L.E. We were talking Which about I that. I
4: used to love it. Was a response to uh, the James Bond craze, and it was a super. Uh, it was a secret agent, uh, yeah, sure. Ilian Kiriakin.
2: Yep. And uh, he was also in a lot of great movies: The Greatest Story Ever Told, uh, Billy Budd, The Great Escape, Freud, and A Night to Remember, as well. Yeah. But what a career working all the way up to that late in his. Life, and he did not look 90
4: years old at all. So his wife or ex-wife was Jill Ireland, who was seduced away from him by Charles Bronson. Wow. It was one of the great um, sort of um, uh, scandals wow. earlier on in his career.
2: Uh, Deadline reports, 32nd season of Dancing with the Stars will premiere on Tuesday as planned. So today, uh, now that the WGA and AMPTP have reached a tentative deal, this comes after Matt Walsh paused, uh, Matt Walsh, I'm sorry, paused his participation in the show in solidarity with Ryder Strike. So uh, they're getting it underway. Yeah. It's going to happen Very exciting. So it gives me something not to watch. Okay. The, actually, there, there are a lot a of sh- things I can't wait to not watch. <laughs> it was a and this show- is oh, one of them. It's, it's a lot.
9: There was a show last night that I think debuted, but I was watching it. The Eagles game, so I didn't watch, but I w- I want to watch it. It's on Fox, and they have these celebrities going through like boot camp, like yeah,
4: uh, it's supposed to be like Navy SEAL like Navy training, training boot, level stuff. Yeah, I think um, um, Tara Reed's one of them. Tara, Re- there That's there were a, tar- a lot of people. I was like,
9: okay, I can't like people that needed need redemption. You know, people that have made bad life choices yeah, over the years that, uh, you know, need a swift kick in the ass and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, oh, I think I want to watch this I'm one. I'm so
4: sick of shows like that, though. I'm yeah, but so this sick one of is, these. I, 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 you know, unless they're going to really put them through. That's the thing. Not, 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 not celebrityified. Pamper, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, here's the show for you. And I've seen this show. The infamous UK dating show called Naked Attraction featuring full frontal nudity. It has quietly made its US debut on HBO Max and viewers are already outraged. So you
4: told us uh, when we were in England, yep. you and Rochelle had just caught it one night on... Just happened to be flipping yeah. through
2: the channels on one of the BBC channels. This show came on and we were like, what yeah. are we watching? And, and we loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Number one is, well, let me explain it. Um, uh, Naked Attraction, uh, which has gray screens across the pond for seven years now, Mm. showcases six naked people to one contestant who gets to whittle down their choices and eventually go on a date with their favorite. Now, contestants uh, are standing in a box essentially, and they pull it up a little bit at a time. Contestants first show their feet and calves, uh, then a screen slowly reveals their genitals, (laughs) torso, breast area, and then and finally, they're faced during the rounds and they're asking them questions. Uh, and while critiquing the naked male or female bodies, the person at picking their date also strips down uh, to put things on an equal footing
4: we thought it was hilarious well what uh, I think is great about it is how outlandishly obvious and intentionally so like yeah that's yeah, what you're going for absolutely and they they do it and they don't they don't demure from doing it they're yeah. showing it
2: all yeah uh the full-on nudity while receiving relatively uh, well received well in the UK has caused a stir after making its way uh to hBO Max in the u.s uh, people insinuated that uh, it was an American problem with the UK being more open to such ideas a conservative watchdog group the parents television council has slammed hbo max for adding the show to its service uh they said naked attraction should not exist on the max streaming platform and hbo should immediately remove this exploitative pornographic program you'd
4: have to subscribe to the the, to the channel and there are parental guide uh uh you know things in place to keep the kids from uh, catching it i would like you guys to watch it
2: yeah i want to think about it's it's pretty funny because right when they when they roll up With the guys showing their junk, (laughs) it's just like, I mean, you get a close-up look at it. Yeah. And they sit there and they pick it apart and they talk about, you know, what they're seeing. So watch it with our kids is what you're saying. Watch it with your
4: kids. Okay. So you remember years ago when there was no, like, you were looking for nudity. It was the shows coming in from England. Like um, you know, Monty Python, Benny Hill, Benny Hill, yeah. all that stuff is like, oh wow, yeah. And that
2: showed on regular yeah. U.S. television after ten o'clock. Yeah. I would see that, yeah. and uh, and sure enough, yeah, we saw babies. All right, uh, Rick and Morty are back. And in this universe, they might sound a little different. That's because the titular characters, Rick Sanchez and his grandson, Morty Smith, will be voiced by two new actors in the upcoming season seven. Uh, the trailer for the new season, which premieres on Sunday, October 15th, on Adult Swim, dropped
4: yesterday. So I, I listened and uh, I didn't watch the trailer, but I listened to it just to, so I wouldn't be uh, thrown off. And uh, it sounds pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the identities of the new voice actors uh, for Rick and
2: Morty will not be revealed until the premiere.
4: We have a clip if you want to hear. I, sure. I know you've watched it show a
2: lot yeah. yeah here we go
9: hey look morty i'm a leg a leg morty
4: any progress i found the version of me that killed my wife you just missed it
9: yeah yeah hold on one sec
4: do we know when you went sober right have you yeah.
0: been drinking on a thursday
2: i haven't watched it enough to where i would go oh yeah, how yeah, dare yeah. you you know or anything like that but that sounds pretty damn in the ballpark to me um, in January, Adult Swim parted ways with Emmy-winning uh, show's creator uh, Justin Royland, who also voiced both of those for the first six seasons. Uh, he faced charges of felony domestic violence against a former girlfriend. Two months later, a district attorney's office dropped the charges against him due to insufficient evidence proven beyond a reasonable doubt. And then I saw some other things. reflare, pop back up about him. About him?
4: Yeah, but I, I, I don't no, know man.
2: what that's come to. It as, gets to be tough. Uh,
4: yeah. Because a lot of these people lose these gigs without ever having their day in court, you know? Yeah. All right and then finally,
2: uh, it's some um, uh, the, the first major news we've seen following uh, the tentative agreement between the WGA and the uh, Hollywood's major studios. Uh, but the office uh, creator Greg Daniels is currently walking on a reboot. Of the beloved series, this is according to Puck News uh, of The Office. Yeah, uh. Uh, though there's no news yet on casting. Many actors, including John Krasinski, Jenna Fisher, Angela Kinsey, Leslie David Baker, and Creed Bratton, have all expressed their willingness to return over the years. That'd
4: be very cool. I um I wonder how recently that temperature was taken. You know, amongst the cast members, but you could do it as a as a limited series. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, uh, Daniels previously hinted at the show's return back in February 2022 two during an interview with collider he said the office was such a wonderful and rare experience and obviously you don't want to just go back to it and kind of possibly disappoint people when right now they couldn't be happier about it he said i think it would just be sort of like an extension of the universe you know what i mean the way the mandalorian is an extension of star wars uh so it's a little vague but it's potentially yeah uh something that might come together all right we're gonna hit the clips now a Million Miles Away is a biopic film based on the true story of Jose Hernandez, the former NSA at, or not NSA nor, former NASA astronaut, and in this clip director Alejandra Marquez Abella, uh, discusses the challenges of adapting this real story into a movie.
8: It's impossible to portray a
3: 50-year experience in in 2 hours.
11: So that that was a big thing managing I, may, I could spend like a minute in a decade and then, you know, go slower on other part of, parts of the story.
2: Yeah! A Million Miles Away is now available to stream. That's on Prime. Uh, Michael Pena is yeah. the starring role.
4: I want to see it. It looks He's very
2: great. good, yeah. All right, here we go. The next clip. Morning Show is a few episodes into its third season
4: where they
2: cover the count uh, county's most controversial habits. I'm country. assuming
4: it's countries. Yeah, yeah they're just one con- uh, country they uh, for. One county? Yeah. Uh, Here, executive
2: producer Lauren Neustadler talks about working with writer Charlotte Stout to decide which stories would be featured.
12: Charlotte came in with such a clear take on this season and really felt like these characters, we had watched them grow and evolve in such incredible ways in seasons one and two. And she really sort of came to us and said, I think this is a moment in time where everyone in the world is grappling with the truth. And is the truth for you same for me and the answer obviously is no
2: uh, uh new episodes of the morning show air Wednesdays on
4: Apple TV so season one was uh had a had a good audience season two kind of exploded and 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 took off and yet season three is having trouble oh there's they, they're, they're not getting a lot of uh, views on the series so you well, guys I think are you guys wait
9: like I, I don't wanna I don't want to wait eight I, like uh once a week. Right. So I'm waiting for a few to be in the can.
4: Oh, be. they're, they're, they're holding this against numbers the same way it rolled out last time, and it's not, not okay. tracking. I, so, and I, I know a lot of people love the show. I, I loved
3: too. it. I loved the first episode, I mean the first uh, season, and then I kind of like trailed off. It, it lost my, uh, I lost the, the attention mm. for it. Uh, yeah. I don't know why, I, and I keep saying I want to go back, because I, I loved it. There was no reason. I just... It's there waiting for you. Yeah, I, I think I'm, it's one of
8: those shows, Kathy, it just suffers from like, there's so much other stuff out there. So you just find yourself distracted yeah. by another show, or whatever. And yeah, Steve, I, I love the first two seasons. I have not yet watched any of the episodes from this season. I'll get to it eventually. I, I think it's a really good show, but I haven't watched it yet either.
2: Alright, uh, that's it. Uh, entertainment, in a nutshell, right there, friends. We have a lot happening on today's program. Come um, Bum <laughs> Cash is coming up 8 o'clock, your first shot at winning a $1,000. Our good friend David was sickening, drummer of the Hooters, is stopping by this morning as well. as a documentary film that he is going to be promoting, and we'll hear about their tour and how that went. Very nice. And... Kathy's full effing activities <laughs> yeah! this morning, about an hour from right now. <laughs> is
4: when It's all being revealed. We don't know what's on it. There have been things revealed throughout Kathy's various uh, activities list throughout the years that have now become part of my holiday observances, right? I know you yeah. do. You've adopted things you you do every year now. Uh, after all this work that you put into this, you make it a part of every season,
3: right? Oh, yeah, for me? Yeah, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. remember
4: last year I uh, had uh, Rochelle's birthday
2: party. We had those guys come out and do that... Uh, the party in your backyard, picnic yes. in your fall picnic backyard mm-hmm. thing was awesome, so can't wait to hear what we might do next. Very nice. With Kathy's Fall Activities and a new theme song <gasps> from Kyle as well. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Hang out with us, right? We'll be right back. The
6: from 7 to 9. Nick McElwain from the Preston and Steve show rocks the Maniunk Brewing Company. 4120 Main Street in Maniunk with the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win a pair of Eagles Miami tickets courtesy of Bud Light and enjoy
2: Bud Light specials. Don't forget, less than an hour from now, Kathy's full activities. Yeah, you're make sure get, you're listening. You're going to get that list a little bit after 8 o'clock and uh, also, speaking of 8 uh, o'clock, your first shot at uh, Crumbum Cash is on the way. Uh, but before all of that, I saw this article and thought it was quite interesting, and it talks about uh, language evolution, uh, how new words and phrases enter our collective vocabulary through pop culture and current events and things like that, Uh, but terms have also been around for decades or longer that can fall out of regular, regular use because um, either they are disrespectful of a particular culture, for example, or they describe technology that's no longer in use. And yeah. a couple of examples given are like mimeograph right. and ditto. I actually, I use a phrase from time to time uh, that I realize, man, there are some people that have no idea what that means. And I'll say carbon copy.
4: Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, man, that is a really outdated term. I know, there's going to be select few people who are yeah. going to understand carbon copy? But it—it yeah. was—it was an accepted. A phrase, And yep. you just, and by default, knew what that meant. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that stuff, just by sheer, you know, progression of time makes it antiquated. So the
2: article goes on to say that slang uh, moves at a much faster pace. It says these casual words and phrases are constantly falling in and out of fashion with each generation leaving their mark. I still say 23 skidoo. Is that in the list? I, you actually do say <laughs> yeah, 23, yeah, yeah. 23 skidoo. Uh, using data from Google Trends and surveying more than a thousand Americans of varying ages, the team at uh, Preply learned how baby boomers, Gen Xers, millennials, and members of Gen Z used and responded to slang, and so they've come up with a few different categories, like the most popular slang words for each generation.
4: You know, it's one that uh, I find interesting. It's it's the, the truncating of certain words to create words that are, for example, sitch. Yeah. Is one that's used a lot these days. Is that on the list by any chance? Uh
2: you know what I don't know. Yeah. Let's find out. So situation situation, right? Situation, yeah. yeah. yeah.
7: yeah. What's the such?
9: Yeah. Or, but, or sus. Suspe- you know, suspect suspect. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Same thing. Uh, what about Riz? Is, is that short for charisma, by any chance? You guys understand? No, I haven't heard, heard, heard that one. No. You guys haven't heard the Riz? Oh, he's, I would have said "ca." Uh, no, but uh, you know, he's got the Riz, meaning like uh, no. he, he's uh, he's he's got the charisma, like the girls dig him, and uh, no, I haven't heard that one. You're
2: yeah. right, Case. I've heard
9: "bite the weenie," Riz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, Riz is short for charisma. It
8: simply means the ability to charm and woo a person.
11: Woo!
5: <laughs> <laughs> Walked
8: into that one uh,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to
5: hey, you <laughs> That's
4: never going to go out of fashion <laughs> Ric Flair still is whole You know, uh, commands our language
2: Yeah uh, all right, Riz, Charisma. All right, no, Case, did not know that one.
9: Yeah, I mean, so if you have somebody who isn't, like, classically, like, r- hot, like, yeah. good-looking, but is still good with the ladies. Charismatic, They yeah. say
2: he's got the Riz. Absolutely, Absolutely. okay. What, what about women? Do they have the Riz, too? No, they got boobs. so oh, okay. Boobs. All right, so boobs, Riz, Riz, boobs. All right, so here are the most popular slang words for each generation. Right. Ba- Baby Boomers' most popular slang words are bummer, mellow, and wannabe.
4: So, I don't use bummer.
3: Uh, I use bummer all I the use time. Bummer. I
4: don't use mellow. No. And I don't use wannabe. Mm. I use huh. mellow in, uh, what was the first one? Uh, bummer. bummer. bummer yeah. I use bummer.
11: Bummer. Definitely. I, yeah, bummer. I,
2: yeah. I think I'll say that sucks. You so know. Uh, Gen X has a couple in common. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no,
8: that. no. I was just gonna, uh, going to go back to carbon
2: copy. You know what I've forgotten, Preston? Is that uh, when you CC
8: an email, the CC yeah. stands for carbon stands copy. Stands for carbon yeah. copy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. So Gen X, uh, the most popular slang terms for Gen X are chill, lame, and bummer. Right. Bummer oh, makes bummer. it cross generational. <laughs> Gen that's the fortitude of bummer. I'm Gen X, and maybe that's why I still say bummer. I don't know. But uh, lame. lame, I'll throw it every now and then. It's not an overused word. And I, I use chill still to this day. I
3: use lame more. Like, I, I uh, won't verbally say it, but it'll be in my text vocabulary. Yeah. Like, if no, you know, like, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? No, lame. Lame. Yeah. I No, I verbally say
9: it too. Uh, I but don't know if I texted as much as not I psychically said. as much. Yeah.
3: Some of the
2: throwback ones, though, from my earlier days of, of Gen X were, like, um, radical. Radical. And bitchin'. Bitchin'. Yes. Literally, what said, used to say things were bitchin' or bitch. Yes. <laughs> Even more so. Dude, That's that so is, bitch. That is so
4: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You watched I, the Flash movie, right? Uh, well, uh, yeah. He's trying to deal with the vernacular that um, his uh, his multiverse version of himself. And there's there's a word that he used, beef. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beef. <laughs> that's right. You don't even know what that means.
2: All right. So that's bitch. All right. Uh, millennials, most favorite uh, slang terms are OMG. Okay. Chill. And lame. So, so, these, so there's crossovers. They
4: here. make it across generations. Yeah. Yet, yet you, this is where Bummer departs the list.
2: Yeah. So, so Bummer left, but Chill and Lame uh, uh, are in for the weekend. Millennials and Gen X have that in common. Are you guys? What would uh, you be? Yeah, I'm thing.
11: a millennial. I am
3: on the Bronze Age. <laughs> well, you're not, Gen X. Are you Gen X? Yeah.
11: yeah.
9: Okay.
2: So what was Forrest Gump? Was he? He was, Gen, it was a. Gen A. It was very slow. he yeah, was Gen A. a. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, then uh, Gen Z, their most favorite slang terms are selfie, OMG, and ghost. Is selfie a, well,
4: I guess it is a slang term. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Interesting. All right. So here is the here are the slang terms that each generation would most like to see come back in style. All right. These are the ones that they would like to return. Baby boomers would like to see return of far out. Yeah. Peace Out and Bummer. I actually say Bummer's Peace Out. So hey, bummer so
9: freaking popular. Bummer. I do say Peace Out still from okay. time to time. And now there is a... Do you ever use Horn Swaggler? I don't. I don't even know what that is. But uh, Rob Schneider and one of the... Um, Adam Sandler movies, he goes, okay, peace out. I think it might be Big Daddy.
2: Yeah. Uh, there, it's also used in um, in uh, Napoleon Dynamite, where uh, Kip goes, peace out. Yeah. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I always loved that. Uh, Gen X, the phrase they would like to see come back as far as slang terms go, right on. I they never really right said
4: on. right. No, on. right on,
2: bro. Right on. Yeah. Peace out. Right on, bro. Yeah, right on, bro. <laughs> I say I
4: say right off more often just because it's <laughs> better yeah. no. I'm dead.
2: Yeah, uh, groovy. No, no
4: I, I never groovy. use groovy. I never said groovy as because uh, like I'll say funky fresh as well as like yeah as uh per, you know I'm absolutely doing an anachronistic. <laughs> Use of that phrase. Um, That's groovy, man. Groovy. Yeah, groovy. Uh, and epic. Hmm. epic. I, have, I remember using one, epic a, quite a bit. It's not slang, but it gets used as a descriptive uh, word often, and it's awesome. Yeah, awesome is uh, is used liberally for things that are not often awesome. Yeah, yeah.
5: Okay, peace out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I do use awesome a lot.
2: Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's a it's a response. It's a general response for text It's a go-to. I, I open with it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. One time we going out tonight? You know, whatever it is. Office. Uh, office. <laughs> Jersey black. Right. <laughs> Listen to this, <laughs> dude. I have my whole my own subsection.
5: Hey.
2: Good morning, Ed. <laughs> Uh, millennials Good would words. like the, the phrase, the the slang phrases that millennials would like to see come back are cool cat. Cool cat? What is he in the 20s? Oh, he's a really cool All cat. All those cool cats on the dance floor
5: yeah. are really cutting a rug.
2: Cowabunga uh, Cowabunga? No, cowabunga?
5: It's no. no. That was fun no. I don't even know how to use that <laughs> Cowabunga
4: mean, like, is a To me originated as a surfing term Bart Simpson Bart right. Simpson made it popular and, Right yeah. And then but, Bart like, Simpson made it popular You
9: say it like If you're having a girl. Ah, cowabunga like, How would you even
4: use that Cowabunga in a job? would have been look, For surfers When you would see it employed And it was yeah. It was like Awesome Cowabunga we Well used? that was a great Cowabunga from down, down under. under yeah, yes, exactly You um, know um, Cowabunga, cowabunga
2: from down, 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 under.
4: Under.
3: In case yeah. it should be said before doing a cannonball into mm. the pool.
9: No, then you yell cannonball. No, no. no.
2: calabunga no. is a good one to go right before <laughs> yeah. that. And, and
4: oh, you scream bummer, or a bonsai,
2: yeah. or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah,
4: Happy,
9: when I was in high school, that was our cheerleaders had a huge. And I think I've done it on their show. It was a because teenage mutant ninja turtles were a big thing, and their yeah. cheer was. Cowabunga, dude! Let's kick some shell. Cowabunga, dudes! Everybody yell!
2: Cowabunga,
9: I think no. I did this for you guys. Those of you
2: who are not watching our YouTube stream are missing the physical acts yeah. that come along with that particular cheer.
9: I like, yeah. see, I Cowabunga, dudes! Let's Shell, cow up. I don't know what, but I just remember they would do, like, like what, a what's this motion here?
2: Uh, it's uh, illegal motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
9: yeah. <laughs> illegal motion, oh, and sorry. then it would bend, bend down, and then kick up, yeah. <laughs> If any of my Cardinal O'Hara class of 93 girls, hey, Bern, uh, anybody, you want to send a video of how that used to go? Because it wasn't super uh, technical and complex. Hang
2: on. I want to go to Carmen because Carmen is a Gen Xer and uh, wants to comment on a phrase that's never heard anymore. Hi, Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. Good Good morning morning to see you. What's up, bud? (laughs) So, uh, how about tap Mac? Man, my wife oh, yeah. still says tap Mac. Yeah, I, I do,
3: am not familiar with this I phrase. Do, really? I means hit the oh, ATM. Yeah. Oh, because you're New York. Yeah, yeah money access.
2: Yeah. You know what? So, we, I moved from the Midwest, but and we, we hadn't heard of a Mac machine. It was just an ATM. Yeah. But when we got here, everybody has got to hit Mac, got to tap Mac, got to tap, tap Mac. Mac. And so, still, to this day, Rochelle says tap Mac. I
3: will say it sometimes. And, and I say like, wax
2: that ass. People will yeah. laugh at me. Ass.
3: They're like, mm, come on now. How did you get <laughs> tap Mac? Oh, well, yeah. from being down just here. Growing up down here, yeah. When did Mac
4: Go away! By the way, and
3: um, why did it go away? Why did we change because, it? from... Uh, we
4: kicked it to the curb because it wouldn't talk to the hand. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> <point you laughs> by the
3: way.
2: The third phrase that millennials want to return. Yep, talk, so, to, the talk to the hand. Talk to the hand.
9: Thank you, ah. Carmen. Hey, real quick, right, appreciate that? it, bud. Nick was going to tell us why Mac went away. Uh
8: um, Larger banks bought him out, so the Mac machine was a Philadelphia regional thing, and so it was money access center. By the way, don't say uh, ATM oh. machine; it's ATM. Or it's automatic. automatic television. Television. Yeah, yeah. Right. and don't say hot water it's heater. Machine, then you right. Know, right. Wait a minute. So what did Max stand for? Money Access Center, and it was... Uh, That's I think, a great stupid question. I think it was uh, coined by... Yeah, save that for tomorrow. I think yeah. it was coined by, like, um, uh, core states or whatever. There was a local Meridian, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, a, a local bank. That local bank got bought out by uh, a larger national bank, and once that happened, they eliminated the
4: term Mac machine. Mac I, went away at that point, yeah, yeah, Interesting.
9: I saw a Mac sign, I want to say it was in the spring. I was, at like, up by Muhlenberg College, and I saw, because it was, like, an old... It was an old store that you know, like an old storefront and everything, and it's still. What's had your the, own name, young fella? Still has the money access, but you don't even see Mac signs anymore. It's yeah. uh, Money Access.
2: Yeah, Money Access. What was it? SeaWood Center. SeaWood <laughs> Money See <access>. you <laughs> next Tuesday. All right. So Gen Z, what the the uh, slang terms they would like to see uh,
4: return
2: are YOLO.
4: YOLO. Okay, were you ever a YOLO no. person? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. YOLO um, was a brand for a while, was it not? I don't know, maybe.
2: Uh, they would also like to see Rad return. I mentioned that earlier, Radical. Mm-hmm. Rad. <laughs> right. So Rad. And then, uh, was up.
5: No, 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 you no, no, no. Out, rad-, rad-, rad. Rad.
2: That got played.
5: No
9: what about uh,
8: what about Stoke is that on the list I'm so stoked. no I still say Stoke I do too yeah but yeah. I, I mostly say it because my fiance says it and so uh, but she also will use it like as a noun like uh I, I felt some serious Stoke because we got to do this thing
2: oh that I'm interesting not, heard used that way. not just stoked yeah um I will say stoke the fire or something like yeah, sure. that. We have a fire pit going, but
4: Chill on that. Big Chill is not
2: but jetna and keepna. Jetna, jotna. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. All right. So, these are the slang words that they would most like to adopt all right into their own vocabulary. So, these are generationals wanting to take mm-hmm. some phrases from other generations and use more. it.
4: I'm going to guess that bummer somewhere on that list. <laughs> Let's yeah. take a look. So, baby boomers uh would
2: like to adopt the term glow up. I like glow up. I do like glow up. I, yeah. They'd also like to adopt POV. Point of view. Yeah. All right. Uh which
4: uh Oh that's for porn. Are they watching porn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, yeah. yeah. So so's yeah. so ATM, by the way. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is yeah, true. Yeah.
2: Uh and then the Girl, last I don't one
3: I'm to think about that one. <laughs> okay. <out. laughs> uh,
4: baby boomers would like to uh, adopt yeah. A Mac is Massage Anthony's <laughs> is <this> porn <laughs> reference. Uh would would like to adopt as fire. Oh,
2: yeah. Ah, yeah that's fire. It's fire.
8: Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: that got and, played too. And I, I don't, uh, in what uh, reference? How do they use it? How, how has it been used? Very hot. You're, Amazing! That is yeah. so fire. It's fire! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's fire. Yeah. And actually, that's that great. was one of those things that started
8: like as an emoji. Somebody was uh, texting somebody that's saying that's fire, that's hot. And when you type in the word fire, type in the word hot, and then hit the emoji button on your phone, it'll turn into a little flame. So that it's uh, something that is hot
9: turn into that is so fire. As
4: far as Hilton tried to get that going in a major way, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hot. So that's we
9: hot. used to, and I, and I started incorporating this again. I, I realized lately, and I can't say it on the air, but in college, uh, I'll say tots, right? Yeah. yeah, that's tots. Or yeah. he's he's the tots, bro. Or tots yeah. tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I used right? to say that all the time. Yeah. I, is that like a no-no these days uh, to use a female body part to say that something's awesome?
4: I, um, well, I don't think... Uh, the, first off, that word is not one that's said in polite society. Right. right. But put, you can uh, liberally say the C word to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> Just put sweet in front of it, case yeah. and you'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. sugar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would say no on that. Sugar is my... If you're a diabetic, sugar it could be a little offensive, bad. so... All right, so
2: uh, Gen X would like to adopt POV. Okay, we just talked about for porn. Uh, CEO of, Wait a minute. I, I'm like I am the CEO of fun uh, you know, or whatever. Okay. I'm the CEO of, you know huh. what I mean? Uh. Um, uh, and the last one they would like to adopt is. Oh, for no, the no, uh, no, the, uh, uh, the Visco girls, Visco girls, yeah, <laughs> that came
4: and went pretty quick. That
2: came like in yeah. five yeah. minutes. Yeah, I still have my Visco girl bottle. Oh, my my water bottle. That's you great. do? It's I love a Visco girl bottle. I love it. It's the best <laughs> water bottle I've ever. That was
11: all
4: right the here. rage, Visco girls.
9: You know. <laughs> I heard something that the first time I heard it I was like oh I really like that and then the second time I heard it I was like oh this is going to be a thing and I don't like it anymore but uh when when you're talking about something that you like and then somebody comes in and 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 dismisses it and you say oh don't yuck my yum I was like dude I love that and then I heard it used the second time I was like oh this is I don't like it anymore <laughs> do you know it you know was adopted <laughs> yeah. liberally
4: and it was it, it happened pretty quickly case yeah. was um um what is it? it? It's, uh oh, God, I, pre- uh, I appreciate you. Yeah, I say as it opposed, all the time. As opposed to thank you. Well, I got that from Ted Lasso, and you right. know who
9: loves it? Jackie Bandon. I know. When he heard me say that when we were driving across the country, he's like,
2: oh, well, <gasps> you said I appreciate you. I've always said appreciate it. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say yeah. that, uh, thanks, appreciate it, man, you know, or something like that. But yeah. and but saying, I appreciate you, I understand it's a really nice sentiment, but I kind of have a hard time I saying that. I like your that.
4: gesture, but I'm so, so about
2: you. There you
11: go.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Casey, you say that appreciate all the you. time. I do. Yeah. I,
2: I Thank you, Ted
8: Lasso. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, what's um what insults have your has your son brought home recently? Because there were a few like were that's that's butt, right? Wasn't that one for a strategy? <laughs> dog, yeah. yeah, dog
9: water. Dog
4: water, That's water Jata and kita. Uh, uh, I
8: learned I learned insults from your son and I think that, that <laughs> has he
9: brought any new ones home lately? Um oh jeez, I don't even dude, I have no idea. Okay. Talking to
4: that kid sometimes <laughs> like It's a different language. Well have you but, have you tried to float out some of our some of your class could you could you could you get him up to speed on D's nuts?
9: Um, oh, he's been... He's, he's been nutted? He's, he's been D's nuts, nuts and D-nutted. All nutted. All no, but Nick, so my son does this thing where he he is kind of inventing his own language. So he's not even like he's bringing things home. I like that. But but he'll be like, yo, I don't even know where I can... Can you uh, grab that cat out of the fridge? You know? And I'm like, okay. Oh, okay, okay. No, <laughs>
4: okay, no, okay. no. And I'm no, like, like that. You no, know what? no, no, no. <laughs>
9: So no. sometimes I'm like that. Sometimes I'm like, dude, I just need to figure out. What-. We need to figure out what military academy you're going to. And then other times I'm like, okay, what is he saying? Oh, get the ketchup out of the fridge. I got it. No. Get the ketchup out of the fridge. Yeah, it. it. like no.
3: you've achieved something. Uh-uh.
9: You gotta I'm to the- put your out. <laughs> But you got to like look at the It's the context of the situation, <laughs> no. right? Okay, he's sitting there with a the hamburger and he needs something. And he said, ket and free, okay. I'm
4: thinking it's, ketchup and fridge.
2: It's almost like Cockney. Yes. yeah although they yeah. they rhyme things. Barney Rubble. Yeah, Barney Rubble. Yeah. Uh, big trouble. <laughs> Rubble, big, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> I would ha- I would require that he said, "Oh, Peter, <laughs> would you retrieve for me oh, from the refrigerator Peter, the ketchup for catsup. my sub?"
2: Um, hang on a second, because uh, Michaelena is on the line. Michaelena, good morning.
5: What's up, guys? Is, yes. this, hey. Our, hey. is this our Michaelena? Our Interim? former intern, Michaelena. Yay! We love you! Are you in Georgia? I, uh, right now, I'm up in TA, but yeah, we did move down to Georgia. Why
13: did you come by and visit? Yeah.
5: I am. I think, I'm thinking about coming by this week,
3: actually, so. Yay. Something up or whatever, Awesome.
2: Yeah. You gotta come by and say hi. Okay.
3: Yeah. You were
2: gonna jump in on this combo here? Yeah.
3: I do. So I don't know if this is anybody else's dad, because I swear I've never heard it other than my dad, born in 1961, class of 79 from Lansdowne Alden, but he used to say,
5: boss. Yeah. Like, that's so boss.
4: Yes. Preston, do you remember that? I, 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 used I used to say boss. That's boss. I didn't yeah. say it, but I heard it a lot, and yeah. it was, yeah, it's basically, that's so boss.
2: That boss was around, like, when Rad and, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that yeah. were, yeah. were popular. Really?
3: I thought boss. that was, like, newer.
2: It's. Oh, really? Oh, no. No. It's actually even 50s. older than yeah. that. I think of, like the oh. boss
4: with the hot sauce. That's uh, yeah, Eater. Yeah, goes way it's, back. Stand
9: by me. They use it. Yeah.
4: FGR was the first to coin that. Yeah, is that right? attack on the
9: hobo was not so
3: boss.
4: What's that, Lena?
3: He used to try to get me and my sister to say it all the
13: time, but it never picked up. I tried. Yeah. No. It's it, it's it's,
4: it's, it's uh,
13: Michalina won't
4: say bars. Time yeah. for daddy
13: to slap her one. <laughs> um, I'd
4: say this is that it's probably an uphill battle to get your kids to adopt your slang, yes. right? If your parents are giving you slang, yeah. it's probably hard to uh, roll
2: with that. But how about when, when your parents try to adopt your slang? That seems weird it as doesn't well. doesn't quite work, does it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Michaelena, come by and see us, Okay.
3: I will. Good to talk to you guys. You I love too. You guys so love much.
2: you Likewise. too. We'll see you she's soon. Awesome. Oh, she's fantastic. That's cool. Um, hang on a second. Let me go to Scott. Hey Scott, good morning. Hey guys, good morning. Hey, what's up, Scott?
6: Hey, um, there's a word I used to use that I use when somebody's like, you know, making fun of me or whatever, it's called like, Hey man, stop ragging on me.
5: Ragging? Yeah. I think yeah.
4: ragging is still used to some level these days. I think it's one of those ones that transcends now, I think the derivation...
6: Let me, you, let me give you guys an example. Like, hey, Jordan, you want to trade belts? Well, no, because your belt is just a wind-up extension
5: cord. Hey, dude, he's ragging on you. Yeah, no, we got it. Yeah, yeah,
2: But I think ragging comes from uh, when a woman is on her period, right. on the rag, mm-hmm. and gets oh. irritable, and stop ragging on me. I think right. that's where that came from.
4: It, it oh. seems... Not out of the realm of believability, right? I mean, because yeah. that, is, that is a slang term for being uh, having your period being on the rag. But does yeah. that go back to the 50s again? That's what Ragtime was about. It was <laughs> a music born out <laughs> of that? mental oh, cycles. I not know that.
5: That's right.
4: Um, Everybody loves Ragtime, though this isn't it. Everyone's bleeding all over the dance floor. The tampons are flying. <laughs> oh <my
9: God. laughs> does Teddy DeChamp, does he say he's ragging on my old man or does he say raking?
2: I don't remember. And uh, um, stand by me, but probably ragging. Okay, maybe. Uh, by the way, going back to this, uh, these are these are the um, slang terms that certain generations would like to adopt from other generations. I find this interesting. Millennials would like to uh, they would like to adopt a CEO of, which we mentioned earlier. Okay, they would also like to adopt guap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anybody know what guap means? Uh, no. G U A
4: P. I am not familiar with. I like with. Guapamole. and they would also <laughs> like to adopt <laughs> That is such an ephemeral. What is
2: what I mean when, why do you say <laughs> It's supposed it's like to be camera, people right? taking pictures like paparazzi. By the way, there's no I that, that like shutter that. sound. I know. Yeah. But it's still used in, you know, sound right. effects and then things. You, like then you then
4: you can say carbon copy.
2: Damn it. (laughs) Guap is a slang term for money. Guap. It can mean that you have money in your hands. Well, Jack... Uh, so, yeah, Jack, a coin smack, scratch. Jack. What about the
8: drip? I like that one. That one came oh, yeah. around. A, a loser, here, right? So. You're a drip. No, 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 no. 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 Like, like you're, you're wearing a lot of uh, fancy clothes. Oh. Uh, you look yeah, great. Yeah, you have a... Yeah, um, yeah. See, that,
4: that's me. So I'm coming from my the Bronze Age, which is my... Yeah, my no, yeah. So uh, like, drip...
8: Uh, Nick, Nick Castellanos is, uh, is wearing a lot of drip tonight, or Nick Castellanos is drip tonight, oh, meaning okay. uh, like, he looks great, he's wearing a nice necklace, that kind of thing. So if
4: you were to describe someone as a drip, they'd be uh, a loser, uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right, Gen Z
2: would like to adopt uh, sheesh. Oh, sheesh! Sheesh. The uh, Fred Flintstone. Sheesh. Uh, guap. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, clap back
4: okay haven't heard clap back in a while but talk to the handmade it right. uh, and back into uh, popularity yep. how all
2: right and then these are the slang words each generation would like uh, most like to see go out of style oh, starting with the boomers ones that they don't like yes uh, baby boomers would like to see woke go away they would like to see Gucci go away okay and sheesh huh okay I't really thought about all those gen X would like to rid uh thirsty thirsty I, I see that yeah. a lot clap back and slay. Slay, Queen. Yeah. Yep.
3: Uh when the little kids though, like my friend's daughter says that she's in elementary school and she yeah. I forget what to, it was is adorable. I, yeah, like it was on my birthday. Oh, she made me a birthday card. And she drew a picture of me with the microphone and all that, and at the bottom uh. it just said slay. Oh
2: yes. <laughs> One day I will okay. slay you. <laughs> uh let's see. Millennials would like to see slay. Okay. Uh sus. Sus. I okay. I what, hate that. You hate sus?
3: sus? Suspect,
4: Suspect, right? Suspect, right, yeah. You're a suspect. So how do you feel about sitch?
3: I don't like sitch. I don't like... uh, It
4: seems overly truncated for an an originally short word. Yeah. I don't like sitch.
3: But even like... um, uh, remember when this was a little while ago, uh, probably my generation? Obvi.
4: Obvi, obvi, yeah. Obvi, obvi. Are you yeah, saying that. situation is a short word? It's shorter. Four, it's four syllables. No, oh, it's still a situation. Yeah. Uh, I, I I've, I've got the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: Delish. Remember when Rachel Ray shortened delicious? Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, then you have uh, millennials, uh, the final phrase or uh, slang where they would like to get rid of is clout. Okay. That's, That's a slang word. Wait a second. Yeah, That's a real word.
11: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Sus situation. Yeah. I mean, again, I think they all kind of fall in the. Uh, you, I don't know. I never liked the truncating of words down to. Yeah, but why is uh, clout a truncated word?
2: I don't. No, it's not. He was going back to. No, sus. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cloutuous. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you stop being so cloutuous? Uh, clout. Uh, yeah. A blow, especially with the hand. Uh, no, that's not how you do it. Uh, to cover a, or patch with a clout. I do
8: is what, like political clout. That's what I think of.
2: Okay. And then the last one, this is Gen Z, and they would like to see um, POV go away. Yeah. Savage. Uh, okay. Savage. Savage.
4: I don't. Sick. Yeah. He's yeah, so savage. He's gnarly.
9: Well, so but Savage now can be looked at as a, uh, like a no-no. You know, like oh, you. are do, do you know what I mean? That like savage. Uh, that it's um means well, unrefined. Yeah, yeah. But like, you gotta like worry about in what context you use it, I because think, then it could sound like you're you're being uh, insensitive or right. Not I always consider the, the yeah. heart
4: of the person saying it. Yeah,
2: yeah. And not then the one, yeah. the one uh, Gen Z, the last one Gen Z would like to see go away is um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. so effing annoying. I don't know why. <laughs> I, all right. Uh, by the way, we're not going to have any, uh, time to go to all these calls because we have Crumbum Cash coming up. But uh, a few people on the lines are mentioning things like Darian wants Gnarly to come oh, back. No, I use Gnarly I, yeah, no, yeah, you you quite do. a bit. Yeah, you do. Um, somebody, uh, Nicole said they used to use Grody when she was going up. And now her kids cringe. Yes, of course, Grody. Grody. That's very Valley girl. Yeah.
4: Very much. Gag me with a spoon. Uh, Sodomize me with a, a lamp. Somebody says deece, uh Jim.
2: Not as in de nuts." What but is "dees" like decent? decent.
9: Oh, used say, say that? I used to say
2: "decent" all the time. Uh, Wham is walking around money, according to Jeff. Ah, that. Uh, like Carrie from Long Island uses "mint" all the time. Mint. Yes. <laughs> Did you mint. use that, Steve? Mint. Well,
4: uh, we, yeah, I I heard it often. Like mint. That's
2: mint, mint condition. Mint. Is so yeah. mint. Uh, it is so choice. I highly recommend <laughs> it. Yes.
4: Uh, Luke says
2: his mom would say. Death sucking on an onion for someone who looks bad.
9: Um, I kind of love that. I do too. Yeah.
4: Well, that's that's like a face like a smashed yeah, ass. Yeah, but uh, oh my god, he looks like death sucking on an onion. Uh, Patrick wants
2: to bring bunk back. Bunk. Yeah, what a bunch of bunk.
4: Hooey and Hokum and <laughs> yeah. bunk. All right.
2: Well, it's interesting. Uh, some of these things they come and they go. They they re-enter our vernacular after a while too, like a good neighbor, and they resurface and uh, and become popular again, and uh, and then they go away. So. So it's just kind of an interesting peek as to generationally uh, what we like and do not like as far as the slang terms are turn, are, are, are concerned. All right, so we got to take a break because, yes, we yeah. have Cumbum Bum Cash coming up. We have the Bizarre File coming up. Most importantly, your Fall Activities list. Hey. It's released hey. this morning. Kathy hey. Romano's got Fall Activities with a new theme song and everything. That's coming up after the Bizarre File. We'll come back in just a moment.
1: Stay with us. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com.
6: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding
0: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme Winter may seem
2: like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit WindowNation.com to get started.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
14: 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia.
1: You're a real crumb bum.
14: It's time for a crumb bum cash keyword. And that keyword would be the word current.
2: C-U-R-R-E-N-T. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways for you to do that. Enter it at WMMR.com or the MMR app or via text to the special contest short code number that we have, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest, and each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services. The word again, current C-U-R-R-E-N We got a thousand bucks over here. Come and get it.
1: WMMR presents Kristen
2: and
5: Steve. Design.
2: All right, let's get right into a Florida story. Human remains were recovered from a Florida waterway where authorities also found and killed a nearly 14-foot-long alligator on Friday. The Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said that it's investigating after the gator clocking in at 13 feet 8 1⁄2 inches was spotted in a waterway in an, uncorpor- an unincorporated Largo, Florida, in the Tampa area, and the body of an adult was pulled from the water. Deputies responded to a report of a body seen in the water the deputies euthanized the alligator and removed it from the waterway. One witness told local news stations that the alligator was seen with the body before going into the water. Yeah. Uh, Jamarcus Bullard said that he saw the gator, quote, holding on to the lower part of the torso and pulling it underwater. Oh. This is horrific. He Damn said, an alligator bit
5: my hand Oh, my God. He
2: said, I never thought I'd see one out here. I thought it would be in the swamps and all that, but it was a big gator out here in our water. Uh, the gator's size approaches some of the largest alligators by length recorded in Florida since 1977. The record for the longest alligator in the state was 14 feet, three and a half inches. This thing's a monster. By the way, but yeah, they I think they've identified the body as female. I haven't
4: seen too yeah. much more on they that. They did. It of, was, yeah. yeah, a woman who'd gone missing. Two men
2: ruffled feathers after getting into a fight. Over chickens roaming a Florida street on Friday. The sheriff's office arrested 65-year-old Robert Douglas Barraza and 43-year-old Dashiel Gonzalez after the fight broke out on a Fort Myers beach. Can't we all just get along? The men first started yelling, but the situation escalated into a physical altercation. I don't think you bad. Neighbor says the chickens have been roaming their Fort Myers neighborhood for a few weeks, and some even leave food and water for them. Others clearly aren't welcoming towards them. Uh, the video shows officials taking three chickens away from the area. Goodbye, boys, where they were egg scorted. Egg
4: scorted. Chicken jokes.
2: A Lee County Domestic Animal Services man. Listen, we're not clucking around. The police said uh, we're guess. Uh, We're guessing taking a ride to jail over chickens isn't all it's cracked up. Both men were arrested for one count of misdemeanor battery, by the way. Uh, A worker... At a grocery store, tragically lost his life while placing groceries into a customer's vehicle. Larry Lawrence was shot when a loaded rifle discharged in the back seat and killed the employee. Oh, my what? God. The customer's dog had accidentally stepped on the loaded gun. Witnesses reported the store employee identified as Larry Lawrence was in the process
4: of placing groceries in the rear seat of the vehicle where a dog was located. If You've had a number of stories where dogs are either in a car or in sure. their home and they step on a shotgun or a gun and it discharges. Yep. And probably should watch out for that. Yes. Uh, so Lawrence
2: uh, began to pet the dog when the twenty two rifle, also located in the rear seat of the vehicle, oh discharged God. striking him in the chest. Paramedics and police were immediately called to the scene. He was pronounced deceased at the site. Uh, the case is currently under investigation. Yeah, it's messed up. Where do
4: you even find a dog lawyer?
2: A man is facing multiple charges after he was accused of running a dental office in the back of a convenience store in Massachusetts. Uh, Juan Ermita Munoz was arrested with a legal operation being conducted at a convenience store. Uh, The police chief, Robbie uh, Ticino, said that uh, Munoz's dental operation was discovered when the Milford Health Department was performing a routine inspection of the convenience store. We had a little
4: dental shop set up back there, a little dentistry action going on? Uh,
2: We had a couple of our detectives head over there and there was a pretty significant dental operation going on out back, he said.
4: Yeah, I gave up on the
2: proctology. I couldn't stand the smell. Uh, Police said the (laughs) proprietor of the convenience store rented a room in Uh. the rear of the store to Munoz who provided multiple dental services without a license, including examinations, tooth extractions, anesthetics, and cleanings.
4: Hey, who wants some crowns?
2: Uh, Munoz is an Ecuadorian national who has no license practice, dentistry, or medicine in the United States. It's pretty easy to pick up. Yeah, no. By the way, there's a place in Mexico uh, that is known as like the dental mecca. Yes. uh, Where people that are uninstalled insured regularly go into go me- the border, Americans, go across the border yeah. into Mexico because they can't afford the dental care here in the U.S. And apparently it's like this really great place that uh, it's not shoddy. It's like legit. Okay. No. Yeah, I was thinking of yeah. a
4: different place. It was like a place that's almost like a small like town where... Nope. Yeah, Molar City, Molar, Moli, Moli, Moli. Yeah, the dental mecca. Uh,
2: Love it. So yeah, but apparently it's it's pretty nice.
3: This happens. Um, a friend of mine went uh, overseas. She went to I forget what country it was. Maybe I forget. Maybe Brazil Alaska? or no? It was Colombia to <laughs> oh. get um, like. Massive plastic surgery. I mean, from like wow. head to toe, had a whole bunch of stuff done because it was so cheap over there, and it was similar. Well, to- you
4: run a risk too. There are a number of stories of people who well, have you know, died from yeah. bad well, plastic Well, you got to do your yeah, you got to yeah. do your uh, research and make sure you're getting. I would medical but help,
3: but it was similar. You, to this. Can you get a word, reference
4: from Mueller City?
3: Well, when well, but when they were finished, like it was more of like a spa recovery where you're like, they have like the surroundings for you, oh, and wow. so you can you well, actually recu- bad. recover there instead of um, you know getting on a plane and trying to come home.
9: I mean, you can also save money by going to a
4: dental school. Can you not? You can do that, and yeah. some people will do that because the students need to need to work on actual patients. If you're if you're okay with that, you can save money. <laughs> All right, uh, on to another story in the bizarre file. The city of Palm Springs, California, has agreed to revise a proposed
2: AIDS memorial sculpture after locals complain that the original design looks. Like a butthole. No. The nine-foot limestone sculpture proposed for a downtown park was designed by sculptor Philip K. Smith III. It looks like a donut with ridges on it. The opening, he said, is at the center. It is eye level. It allows a view through, he said, offering a connection, a sense of hope, a view beyond what is directly in front of you.
4: So to be honest, Mm -hmm. if I just saw it like that, I wouldn't automatically think butthole. But once they say butthole, that's all you can see. Uh, The sculpture and memorial space
2: is supposed to add great beauty and provide the opportunity for reflection and remembrance. They need to have that audio of Steve saying butthole. Butthole. There it is. Yes. We To evoke a feeling of connection. That's louder than it's ever been. Uh so however Gene Brake, a local resident and founder of the Jose Saria Foundation, said uh, that it looks like a graphic depiction of the backside of human being. More blatantly, the AIDS Memorial looks like a butthole, he said. <laughs> uh, or Twitter user did. Another local resident said it's become a laughing stock because it looks like what it looks like, it's become a joke, and that's the last thing we want. So the Palm Springs AIDS Memorial Task Force, a group planning the sculpture, said in a letter to residents: Please know we have heard your concerns, and a revised design is in the process. I think you could easily modify this and eliminate the butthole concern. Uh, The task force will reveal the new design later this year. Put an
4: anal bead in it. It
2: looks more like a tire or something like that. It sort of does. Because
4: of the lines in the design. Yeah. Of the butthole. Of the butthole. All right, and there you go.
2: That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. We still have a couple of minutes left, about five minutes for you to uh, send over the word current for crumb bum cash. So if you haven't done that yet, do it now or forever hold your peace, all right? So you can enter through WMMR.com, through the MMR app, or you can text it for the uh, through the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Now, after you enter the word current, then if you want to win the President's Chief Show tattoo for the day for Tattoos Day... Different number, different word. Text the word "tattooed" to 39333. Yeah. We'll get a winner by the end of the show. Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. They do the handiwork, of course. When we come back, the much-awaited list for you. Kathy's all Activities yeah. for 2023.
1: <laughs> we'll be right back. Preston and Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 13th at Xfinity Live. Inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. With more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 WMMR advertising campaign. Plus, this year, all Business Challenge participants will be entered to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve. Your employees, no matter the size of your donation, large or small, every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 933 WMMR. Putting Philly first.
2: Everyone, huddle around your radio. Get ready ready because Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors presents Kathy's Fall
5: Activities. (laughs) it's fall.
2: Our man who brings that to us uh, has teed it all up for Kathy to reveal the activities we will take on this year. And we have a, I think we have, this is our little stinger, Casey. Yes, sir. So each time we have a fall activity, we play. Oh, oh, so two different things here. Hang on. I got to take this down and do this one more time. So it's time for Fall
5: Activities. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs>
2: All right. A uh, little bit of uh, mood music here, and we will begin with our first fall activity, and Kyle
3: was right in that song. It's all about day drinking. And we're going to get rid of the traditional summer margarita, and we're going to welcome in the apple cider margs with caramel rim.
4: Ooh. Apple cider. Now, uh, I'm an apple cider fan sans booze, so uh, are there virgin versions of this here? Uh, this
3: is- I don't. This is just what uh, oh. my friends and I made the other day at home, and uh, oh. we figured out we could, right. we could make a uh, fall margarita. This all right. Love margaritas. Okay, Fal-garita. so this uh, yeah. oh, I love it. That's a great name, it's <gasps>
2: Fulgarita. Okay.
3: So this year's list, um, I mean, it has something for everyone. I try to do this every year, but there's places to visit for the family, things to do with the kids, both young, and if you have older kids, uh, there's perfect girls' night options, and then there's lots to do alone if you prefer to enjoy the season solo. I actually just was talking to somebody who said that she kind of likes to get away from it all, and she goes to like farms and go shopping and uh, does yeah. all things by herself. So
4: I know you're a massive fan of this time of year, as am I. Yeah. It's just wonderful. And 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 I encourage you to check out this list and try some of the things.
3: And you know what? It all started, uh, I tell this story every year, but my cousin and I, when uh, we both had one boy, and uh, we just wanted to do things with them in the fall. And it sort of was a way, like, the actually creating a list. You guys were like, you should yeah. create a list. But it helped a little bit with my depression that summer was over. Ah, it was like, the yeah. beach is over. Summer's over. We need something to do. What are we going to do? And so we started to go to all these farms and do these fall activities, and then uh, the list was born. So uh, I work on it uh, throughout. Like in 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 probably summertime, I started reaching out to people to say, "What do you you know What do you have? What do you have planned?" Things would start popping up on social media, different fall things. So uh, yeah, I got a whole new list for you. You
4: have your back to back your major list. You have your fall activities and your Christmas list. Yeah. So that's a lot yes. of, and and you go curate this stuff. So you're not just saying, "I heard it was." Well, I
3: do. I do. Yeah. So, okay. And if you do any, I'm going to, you know, give you the whole list. You can check it out on PrestonandSteve.com. If you do any of the activities, make sure you tag Preston and Steve accounts and, and my uh, social media accounts as well. Because I want to see, you know, everybody out and about and what you guys do. And then, obviously, you can follow along with me because I'll post, you know, anything I do as well. So, the first thing up on the list this year.
5: All <laughs>
3: At this point, <laughs> you all know that I have a very favorite place that lives in Skip Back, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. No. Yes, is it
4: floral and hardy? It is
3: floral and hardy. And this year, I've teamed up with Floral and Hardy, and we are doing a Kathy Romano WMMR exclusive pumpkin succulent (gasps) workshop.
4: Pumpkin (gasps) succulent workshop. Now,
3: You have to be listening this morning. You have to know the code to get in. So it'll be only WMMR listeners uh, that can come to this event. And it's going to take place on October 20th. It's a Friday night, 5 to 7. We're going to do a little happy hour. uh, And we're going to make pumpkin succulents.
2: Remind me when that's coming up because I live right around the corner from there. And I'll stop by for sure. You
3: have to come. So it's right in the heart of Skip Act which is a great little village. I love it there. Floral and Hardy, you guys know I've been going there yeah. for years. It's a home and yard decor a place, and they have beautiful annuals, perennials, shrubs. You can, they have all kinds of workshops. Uh, but this year, we're going to create our own gorgeous fall centerpieces at Floral and Hardy's WMMR exclusive pumpkin succulent workshop. And you're the host,
4: and Preston might stop by. Yep,
3: I'm going to be there for sure. And uh, they so they do this workshop uh, on other dates as well, which you can obviously sign up that, but there's a little... You know a few added goodies if you come to this. Uh, so we're going to do the large pumpkin, but we're also going to do a mini pumpkin succulent centerpiece. So just mm-hmm. a little bit ha- added, and then uh, the Blossom Cafe, which is actually inside Floral and Hardy now. Uh, they're going to offer up uh, a cookie, a snack, a drink for after um, our workshop. Mm-hmm. And then
5: a little drinky
3: And then you also get ten percent off if you shop at Floral and Hardy that night. Do you guys yes. remember Amy Buckman from Six ABC? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Amy Buckman is who uh, owns and runs Blossom Cafe inside of Floral and Hardy. So um, I'm really excited to team up with her as well. And for this event, so her her, uh, cafe is going to offer up some goodies, but they're non-alcoholic. For the event, It is BYOB. You can bring a bottle of wine, you can bring champagne, you can bring little snacks, whatever you want. So here's how you sign up, because it is only for our listeners and people listening this morning or maybe podcasting later. Uh, Just go to PrestonAndSteve.com. You'll see the list, and you want to click on the Floral and Hardy page. There's going to be a link there uh, that will take you to Floral and Hardy's website. You have to enter a code. The code is WMMRFALL. All this information uh, is on the blog that's on our website, but you enter WMMRFALL, and you can sign up uh, for this workshop, which is going to be on October 20th at 5 p.m. So that sounds like a blast. Yeah, and again, if you can't make this event, they do have other pumping, pumpkin succulent events and other events oh, throughout
9: pumping the events fall yeah, yeah.
2: Pumping and sucking is great.
3: Uh, throughout the fall and the winter as well.
2: Alright, that's activity number one. All
3: <laughs> Second on the list. So this is my, this year's um, farm recommendation. You guys know there's a number of farms throughout the area. I've to uh, a lot of them, and I love all of them, but this this one, it's sort of, it's a little different this year. So it's called Hordaless Farm, and they have a Harvest Fest weekend. Uh, it's, pic- it's a picturesque public farm, garden and nursery, and it really is it's different. It's different than the others in the region. So think, I was trying to think of the words to explain to
4: you. you kind of saying this is the upscale one sort of? Well, or the. Um...
3: Yeah. So it's kind of like an upscale farm is what it <laughs> it's is. It's like so a bougie farm. It's like a bougie farm. So That's okay. We so, need more of that. So how I wanted to explain it to you guys is that it's like a little more tranquil and, and laid back. So they have a harvest festival. They're going to have food. They're going to have drinks. They're going to have music. They have beer trucks. All of the same stuff. But it's, it's like a little more. Is more like a
4: spa? Like a, like a, no. like a, like a sparm? It,
3: it could be a little bit like a sparm, uh, except it, it they do welcome kids. I mean, there's stuff for kids okay. to do there, but it's just not so crazy. Like a,
4: like a notch, of, a, a little bit more relaxed. A
3: little, yeah. Like there you go. Tranquil, laid yeah. back, uh, yeah, and, and more relaxed. I went for the first time uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and I pulled into the parking lot. My friends and I, we were like, oh. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! Like right the second you pull into the parking lot, you where is see, this again? Cass? This is uh, sorry, I don't even think I said where it was. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's out in Bucks County. It's in Newtown, Pennsylvania.
4: Okay. Newtown, okay, Newtown.
3: yeah. And the so uh, the the farm. This is actually their only second fall season open. Um, so they re- it has been there for years. But uh, this guy came in, him and his family. John Cons is his name, and they revived the place. He's a landscape designer, and John, I spoke to him. He actually talked to me. He said, uh, "Not this job. A, a job years ago, early on in his." Career, he said, it was one of the worst jobs he ever in the, had. And the only thing that got him through it was listening to our show. Wow! Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Love so he's guy. totally revived this entire property. They've got uh, an awesome shop that's there. They have flower cutting; you can you know cut your own flowers. They've got everything you need for fall: the pumpkins, the gourds, the corn stalks, all of that kind of stuff. And then they're actually like a design company, so if you need landscape design, you they can pick do that out as well. trees and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, if you want to go there for something bigger,
4: we're looking at pictures of Kathy. The display and everything lands a little bit more panache to it.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know what? I, I don't like to, to do this comparison because I'm not sure yeah. if, uh if I mean, I know they would like it because it's a, it's a good one. It's a compliment. But we've talked about terrain before. Yes. This is sort of terrain in farm form.
4: Okay. Well, that's a good thing.
3: And they have, so uh, the event that they're having, you can go anytime, but the event that they're having is the Harvest Festival. Uh, and it's the weekends of October 7th, 14th, 21st, and 28th. Uh, guests can enjoy everything from pumpkins to pumpkins live music, delicious food vendors, fall-themed treats, and more. And like I said, there's lots for the kids to do there as well. Uh, and the Horderless Farm is actually a, a non-profit foundation. I so, think my
4: wife would love this.
3: Yeah, well, Steve, that's what this morning when I came in, this is what I thought of. I was like, Claire's going to love this. You have to tell her to <laughs> hey, check yeah. this one
2: out. All right. All right. And that's it on that one? Yes. All right, here we go. All <laughs> Preston just loves hitting that by
4: too.
3: <laughs> okay, so next up is Bygone Flowers. Okay, and this is another one. It's yet another WMMR exclusive These Fall activity. You're rocking
4: exclusive events this
3: year. Yes, I am. I, this was something that I wanted to do just to kind of change it up and make it a little bit different because, you know, sometimes it's hard to find things that are unique out there. So I met Nicole who owns Bygone Flowers. It's a dried floral company uh, a few months ago. I think in the spring I met her and her stuff is absolutely beautiful. I I couldn't believe the stuff that I was looking at. She has these dried floral bouquets and wreaths and all of this kind of stuff. So I asked her, I said, do you want to do a workshop? She said yes, but she doesn't have a storefront. So we're teaming up with Sycamore and Stone Farm in beautiful Chester County. And we are going to have again a Kathy fall activity uh, a Kathy exclusive fall activity event on Tuesday, October 3rd from 5 to 7. So that's next Tuesday.
4: So, okay, so uh, it's at this point but you never even considered Lou Turk's? <laughs> I didn't
3: consider losing oh, Turks, although that would have been convenient for some people, Steve. Thank you.
4: <laughs> um this this so again, this is in this realm, in this world, we're looking at some of the pictures of this stuff. It's pretty amazing, Kathy. It yeah, is.
3: Yeah, and so this like dried floral craze is really big yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. And the stuff that she is creating is gorgeous, and she's going to instruct us to create it on our own.
2: How many items are there on the list this year? That was three so Ten. far. Ten. Why am I? Ten. So oh. I got, no, I'm just checking. I just want to know. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, on to the next one. Uh, no, so real oh. quick,
3: let me just give you the. the this one is actually going to be a little bit longer because I, I sort of combined two here. Because what I did was uh, we, we had this event with Nicole. So uh, bygone flowers. We're going to create two different home decor decor projects. One is a dried floral wreath. Another is a bouquet. Uh, and then uh, what I wanted to. So we're going to six and Stone Farm. You guys know that that's our friend Jeff Devlin's Yes, okay.
4: yeah, he's phenomenal.
3: And what I didn't realize is that Jeff has um, like all these amazing events that fit my fall activity list on its own, so I sort of combined it. He he uh, agreed to allow us to come there to do this event, but I've got to mention all of his classes as well because there's some great stuff. I'm going to go back for different classes that he holds as well. So he's got ceramic pumpkin painting, autumn-themed greeting card workshop, a macrame pumpkin class, a brief your own booze painting class. Uh, Harvest pumpkin decoupage and kids pumpkin decorating class. And then they also have, which I love because, you know, a lot of times after Halloween, it's like these events kind of trail off. Uh, Jeff has got a Thanksgiving centerpiece workshop and then a handmade holiday entertaining tray class where you'll create an, uh, a detailed clay appetizer serving tray that you can use for Thanksgiving. So
4: like, either you, you know. A lot of I, like I dig this stuff. I don't know what it is, but I, I, all of this stuff—just these arts and crafts kind of things—are these kind of places. Uh, if you want to get in the spirit or the mood of the, the fall mood, these places all look like home runs. Uh,
3: yeah, oh, and and Jeff has this like so. This um, Sycamore and Stone Farm comes with a shop. They've got a gorgeous shop with great decor in there, and he's also offering a fifteen percent off discount uh, that night. If you go, if you come to the event with Nicole and I, uh, you'll get fifteen percent off in his shop.
2: Kathy, remind me what decor paches please
3: uh, it's like the um, like a layer uh, how, do, how can I explain it's like a layer like you almost paint over a clear layer over something so what we're going to do is take dried flowers oh. put them on a pumpkin yeah. and then seal them to the pumpkin Okay,
4: okay. It, looks, it looks really good yeah Okay. All right, on to the next Next one. Okay. Number four.
3: (laughs) Number four is Bolton Mansion in Levittown, Bucks County. That's a
2: haunted mansion. We've been there, yeah.
3: Yep. uh, It's in Levittown, Bucks County, and they offer great Halloween celebrations to the community. So I've had a lot of fall stuff. This is, like, all Halloween stuff. On October 6th from 7 to 9, they're going to do a a guided ghost tour uh, that will be hosted by the Fairless Hills Paranormal Group. They're going to set up paranormal equipment on the three floors of the Haunted Bolton Mansion. Mansion. And then on October 7th, that group coming back and they're going to do a kid-friendly ghost tour from 6 to 9. So uh, both on the 6th and the 7th, you can bring the kids so if you want. Make sure you bring your camera, recording devices, and see if you can capture anything.
4: We used to go do um, haunted investigations all the time earlier on in the early years of the show. The Bolton Mansion was always one. Do We ever we made it there once, I think, maybe? I think one time, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is legendary yeah. as a haunted location. And
3: it's really cool. They do, they do these events every year, but they are doing a new one this year. It's a murder mystery dinner that's taken taking place on three evenings, October 13th, 14th and 15th. Uh, Bolton Mansion is featuring a beautifully catered dinner, cash bar, uh, a who done it style dinner show with audience participation, uh, and the dinners will be outside in a, a cathedral style tent on the lawn. And then on October 21st from 11 to 4, Bolton Mansion uh, will have the largest event that they put on for the season and it's Boo at Bolton. It's a food truck festival with kids trick or treating. There's a bunch of activity for the kids, there's I entertainment, love that. vendors and lots of Popular food trucks, and obviously they want uh, anybody to or everyone that's coming to wear a costume. Is the
4: vault of the one that has the
2: cursed chair? I was wondering that too, Steve. I don't think so. I don't think it is. Yeah, yeah, but it did sound familiar.
3: Hey, you know what? Real quick, I just want to go back to uh, Sycamore and Stone Farm. I forgot. Those uh, activities, like when you come to these workshops, and same thing with Floral and Hardy, they're BYOB. So you can like bring mimosas, yeah, snacks, nice. bring a bottle you of wine, all that kind of stuff.
11: Absolutely,
2: A fall garita maybe. Yeah. A fall garita if you want to, yes.
3: All right, on to number five. Yes.
2: Here we go. Fall activities. Ha!
3: We are creating candles with spirits.
4: Candles Ooh. with spirits. Ooh, spooky. Right, <laughs> guys?
3: Working Candles is uh, a scent bar that opened last year in the King of Prussia Town Center, uh, and as part of this year's Kathy's Fall Activities. We're going to create candles with spirits. With uh, spirits, Now, you guys might think uh, scent, candles, no, not Kathy's both. thing, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I'm putting this on there for people who love candles, okay? I do love candles, but I will not burn them. Yeah. Uh, what I'm going for mainly is uh, the spirit medium that's going to be there. So, it's a three-hour event on October 26th. It's only one night only, and uh, by the way, these events, they will fill up quickly. So, make sure if you're interested, you go today and you sign up.
2: There's your mom know you're doing this because she would not. Oh burn. my god, no! So
3: my mom is actually okay with the spirit medium, where they're they're uh, maybe not
1: change not. of heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, because they're maybe speaking to people who have passed. They're oh. not bringing up uh, demons and devils like a and, like a Ouija board, right? Yeah, correct, okay. like, like Woodrow Wilson like, is like, checking, like the scary Ouija board, right. mm-hmm. uh So yeah, so okay, it's a three-hour event, October 26th. We'll be guided through the process of creating our own uh, witch's brew candle. You pick. From seventy cents that they have, you can choose your wax color, and then we're going to top it off with like you know Halloween stuff—skulls, pumpkins, bats, crystals, all that kind of stuff.
4: Hey, we're looking at some right now; looks cool. Kathy, yeah. could you do a no-scented candle? I'm sure they have. Yeah, those, I'm sure right? you can. Okay, yeah. right. no-scented, bro. Yeah.
3: Uh, and then the event will be capped off with a one-hour group reading from spirit medium wow. uh, Karen Luchin, and she'll bring through loved ones in spirit for those who are in attendance. Uh, readings are random. They want to tell people that it's you know nothing's guaranteed that you'll get a. Drink direct message from the
4: other side. So, Kathy, just to accelerate people, you know, and I'm sure they're getting excited about hearing these things. What would be the capacity on something like this? Because I'm sure it will fill up quickly.
3: Oh, you know what? I'm not exactly sure. I did go there and check it out. They have a, a nice big back room and then they have an area in their main room where all the candles are. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it's like 20, 25, something, right. something along those lines. I'm not so exactly sure. So, if you want sure. in,
4: make sure you get on.
3: Yeah, make sure you get on this. Um, and this one also, they do offer flatbreads uh, and, like a, <laughs> and, like, oh, yes. and like small charcuterie boards. So you can order that when you check in. <laughs> But if you want to bring some snacks, <laughs> snacks in with you, uh, or again, your favorite wine or alcoholic beverage, you can do that as well. Just ne- So this is in the town center. Just next door is Kilwin's, uh, the chocolate store, and they're actually going to offer up a deal for our listeners. So if, you, if you're if you going to this event, uh, you can stop in there first and you can buy one piece of fudge, get another for free.
4: That's so, my wife's favorite chocolate place. Yeah, yeah.
3: They're also offering an ice cream deal by any ice cream, small or large, uh, and you get another ice cream uh, for free as well. And- Corking candles exist to provide an inviting atmosphere where friends, families, and coworkers can gather. Mm. Um, this is—I I just thought this was so cool. With you know making the candle, it's like you know another do-it-yourself. But uh, to add the spirit medium to it, I think is going to be—you know—you're really doing,
4: fun. Kathy. You're putting the—you're putting the activity in fall activities. There's <laughs> a lot you. of events.
3: Oh well, thanks. Yeah.
4: All right, are we moving on to number six? Yes. Okay, here we go.
3: Pumpkin Playground at Longwood Gardens. We oh. know how gorgeous Longwood Gardens is for every single holiday It is season. a
2: favorite of convicts on the run everywhere. It, yeah.
3: <laughs> well, yes. Preston, despite having to shut their doors <laughs> for a few days in September, they are back up and running, and they are ready for the fall. Uh, this fall, you can enjoy the Longwood Pumpkin Playground. Uh, it opens on October 6th, so we have another week or so. Uh, we'll go until the third. And it'll feature a seasonal display of pumpkins, gourds, and corn husk towers, as well as plenty of festive fall photo opportunities.
4: We're blessed to have Longwood Gardens. Yeah. They're awesome.
3: Listen, this is just like a portion of Longwood Gardens. Like, you know, just a little area. They have so much other stuff. They have uh, the treehouse that, you know, the kids can stop by. Everybody can check that out. There's, um, they have the, uh, the, the railway, the Longwood, Longwood Garden Railway. It's another family favorite that people can go to. The
4: Uh, munitions dump.
3: They've got the... The Fountain Garden, all of that, you know, performances uh, that will run Thursday through Saturday evenings through October 28th. So they I, do
4: drone shows there. So yes, they yeah. do. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, uh, so we are members of the uh, of the. Uh or club or
3: no, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so, a, I mean, any season that you go, you see these beautiful trees and flowers and, again, like the the water show during the holidays, you, they do that light water show. It's just beautiful. Uh, but this pumpkin playground is number six All right. on my list.
2: All right, here we go.
3: This is another one that I'm excited about because I haven't been there yet, but... I knew it had to be on the list. For like a couple of years now, people have been telling me about this. And then uh, Tim Graham from our sales department moved to this town. Yes. And he was like, you have to go check this out. So for the month of October, it's called Monsterville, but it's the small borough of Merchantville, New Jersey. And it transformed and officially changes its name to Monsterville Uh. in the month of October.
4: Um, And the entire little hamlet becomes a Halloween town, correct?
3: Yeah, it, it is like a little Halloween town. And they say that everyone is involved from like the council to the business owners to the residents and everybody decorates for Halloween they go all out we we had one a few years ago in Lambertville Uh, they also do something very similar but this actually like officially changes their name they have a sign that they put up that says Monsterville and they have a number of events as well so uh, they have the spooky story time haunted house at the Merchantville school they have a zombie run Uh, they have Monsterville uh, in Monsterville they say they have something for everyone to enjoy. So the Monster Mash Bash is adults only. It's a ticketed event. Live music, signature cocktails, tarot card reading. Uh, so that's for the adults. Then they have the Monsterville Zombie 5K, which is a costumed run or walk. Participants creep and crawl their way through the burrow and then end up with a beer at Eclipse Brewing. And then the main reason to visit Monsterville, or at least according to Tim Graham, is uh, to see this year's entries to the Haunts of Monsterville Home Decorating Contest. Uh, Merchantville residents go all out creating elaborate scenes to transform the quiet Victorian town into a hauntedly frightful destination.
4: We're looking at a Beetlejuice uh, setup here. Pretty cool.
3: You can uh, tour the town and vote for your favorite on October 30th and 31st. You can tour the town anytime, but that's when the voting takes place. And you can actually get a map of the participating homes, and that's available at the Borough website inside the Borough Hall, and a lot of the businesses will have that map too. Uh, So you can kind of just walk around. It's very small, so you can walk around to all of the different houses that are down. Decorated and check them all out, and then the winners receive the coveted golden broomstick and, more importantly, bragging rights through to next Halloween. And on Halloween itself, the borough welcomes thousands of trick or treaters uh, to draw a close to another month of Monsterville.
2: Awesome! A reminder: Kathy's fall activities list is brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and uh, we have set up at PrestonSteve.com a web page that has everything you need. Uh, Marissa has meticulously putting this together with photos and information and lengths and all that stuff to every bit of this.
4: It looks amazing because that's what we're looking at on the screen here in the studio. They're just going through the web page. It looks amazing. So go to PrestonandSteve.com to get Kathy's Fall Activities list.
5: Fall Activities! <laughs> and next.
3: Up next is the Suds Factory Haunted Car Wash. Ah. We had one of these last year, but now they're popping up. This is another one at a brand new location. So there was a vehicular accident in the parking lot of Suds involving two cars. One had a casket in it, and guess what? guys. Now it's empty.
5: Oh my God. Holy hell.
3: So enter the tunnel located at 3046 Westchester Pike in Broomall at your own risk. Dates for their very first... Delco! Delco! I had to give Delco something. Thank you. Give us a car wash. Uh, Dates for the very first haunted (laughs) experience are uh, the weekend of October 13th and 14th, the 20th and 21st, and then the 27th through the 30th. It will run from 7 until 9. Dozens of haunted characters will be wreaking havoc around the car wash and inside of the tunnel. A body carving station manned by a not-so-pleasant butcher will be on site as well and watch out for villains with chainsaws.
4: That way we're looking at pictures. Uh, This is amazing.
3: Yeah, really cool. No tickets are needed for the Haunted Car Wash. You pay when you arrive, but if you mention Kathy's Fall Activities, (laughs) you'll receive a $5 off coupon to your entry fee.
4: Awesome. This is brilliant.
3: Yeah, and 10% of the proceeds for the event will uh, be donated to Toys for Tots. So this is the Suds Factory Haunted car wash. Uh, it's happening the weekends in October. Mention Kathy's fall activities, and you'll get five dollars off.
2: How many do we have left?
3: We have two more left. We go. Just went to this one last Friday. Uh, This is an excellent place for a fall activity. In fact, it's a go-to no matter your age, no matter the season. We're going back to the Elmwood Park Zoo. Yes. So they have a number of events in the fall, but two that I thought the WMMR listeners would be interested in uh, includes their zoo snooze and then breakfast with the giraffe. So you can discover what happens at the zoo after the sun goes down at Elmwood Park Zoo's Zoo Snooze overnight camp out. So it's a camp out in the zoo. Overnight? Overnight. You, you bring your tent, you bring your whole setup, and you can camp out in the zoo.
9: I did this as a child at the Philadelphia Zoo. It was, uh, what a crazy amazing uh, experience. And like, yeah, and I did it probably I don't even know. I was eight years old. I, I'll never forget it. Yeah, what a, oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Here
4: yeah, it is. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. I think Elmwood is sort of perfectly laid out for this. It
3: is. And you know what? Uh, I was just there. I did not realize the amount of construction and yeah. how much larger they are making the zoo and the different exhibits they're putting
4: they're, in. They're bringing in oh. some, some heavy-duty stuff.
3: I... I'm so excited for this. So keep in mind, when you go, they are under construction. However, the main like meat part of the zoo is scary. (laughs) No, but the the main part of the zoo is still open. You can still see plenty. But yeah, there's going to be construction around you. But it made me so excited for for (laughs) what they have coming up because the construction looks amazing. Uh, So the zoo snooze, they say, is good for children ages four and up. The campout includes dinner, flashlight tour of the zoo, campfire and activities. Then breakfast the next morning, followed by an educational show giraffe feeding and zoo admission.
4: By the way, there are animals that are nocturnal that are out and about moving around and you never get to see them, so it's a great opportunity.
3: That's exactly what I was thinking. Like They're probably going to be awake. You know, you go in the afternoon and everybody's sleeping, so if you're there at night...
4: Lazy bastards.
3: Uh, The giraffe breakfast (laughs) is an outdoor breakfast buffet right next to the three towering giraffes. Uh, And Once you've cleared your plate, you go over and you feed the giraffe their breakfast as well. In addition to the zoo snooze and the breakfast with giraffes, the zoo has a number of Fallen Halloween events this season. A uh, Boo with the Zoo, Trick or Treat Nights, Night Adventure, Harvest Fest, and Boo Just for You. I love this. It's an after hours access of the regularly scheduled Boo with the Zoo event, uh, specifically geared for guests with special needs, along with their families and caretakers.
4: And then there's Boo Hoo, which is a uh, cover band made of entirely of animals. <laughs> <case>. It's amazing. <laughs> hey, and they've
3: added like a couple, you can like walk into uh, the sheep pen and you can kind of like hang with them. You didn't yeah. used to be able to do that. Now you can do that. You can feed the giraffe. Uh, there's, They had, like, new monkeys. They've had a lot of new stuff that they've done. Oh, and the sloth. You walk into the, remember the old um, birdhouse? Yes. It's yeah. now, uh, there are still birds in there, but they have a sloth in there. Oh, that's cool. hanging out? Oh, just climbing. Literally. Climbing above you. Climbed down a tree and sat in, like, a little uh, hammock bed that they had for it. Like, Right next to me. Yeah, he was, he was yeah. right there. It was really cool to see. Uh, but I will say, Elmo Park Zoo's events book up quickly. Yeah. So, Again, if you're interested in any of these, go to the website and book it now.
4: Are we down to our final one? Our
5: final one. Oh, my God. Uh,
3: It's final, but it is definitely a good one. Uh, It's the Hay Maze at Dilworth Park. So if you want to do something for the fall, you want to feel like you're on a farm, but you don't want to leave the city, Marissa, this one is for you. You can stay in the city and you can do a fall activity.
4: Hay Maze at Dilworth Park. What's involved?
3: Yeah, so for a limited time, the Albert M. Greenfield lawn transforms to a fun, for all ages experience to welcome the arrival of autumn harvest weekend is october 6th through the 8th and we'll have lots of hay bales corn stalks pumpkins the three-day experience embraces the best elements of fall for visitors uh, the park will be buzzing with activities entertainment uh, performances local bands live carving demonstrations uh, roaming circus performers they say come hungry they're gonna have plenty to eat they'll have plenty to drink
4: that's usually after
3: uh, they'll have Trogues, Oktoberfest, Michelob Ultra, specialty cocktails. And then the Philly Goat Project will be there to entertain guests on Friday night. Uh, and then on Saturday afternoon, visitors 21 and over are invited to participate in a stein hoisting contest.
4: We're looking at pictures of this. Is, 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 is it, how many years have they have been doing this? They've
3: been doing this a couple of years well, now. This is, Yeah,
4: it's, it's huge.
3: Yeah. On October 14th, a not-so-scary Halloween celebration will feature a scavenger hunt complete with a candy treat, wow. free pumpkin painting, spooky story time with the Free Library of Philadelphia, and a magic show. Don't forget to wear your costumes. Uh, and that is. Oh wait, I was going to say that is fall activity list. I forgot. I have. One, I have a bonus. A yes, bonus. Yes, a bonus. bonus. Yes.
5: Wow. Fall activities. Bonus.
3: So this is not exactly an activity, but I think. I think everyone should enjoy fall and get into the mood. Now we know Steve has all of his Halloween decorations. Yeah, press. Do you put decorations like on your front stoop? Do you a little little bit? Yeah, Yeah. we do a little bit, but not
2: nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Okay.
3: Well, well, I think this this one might be for you or for anybody who. You know, maybe likes the season, but uh, isn't so into right. it like me and Steve.
4: Likes to do a flyby.
3: So I found this company, which I think is so cool. It's called Pumpkin and Pine Company, and they offer natural fall and winter de- decor delivered right to your door. So they'll actually bring all of the pumpkins, the cornstalk, the bales of hay, and they'll decorate your front stoop for oh. you. You place your order, you set up a day and time, and then she comes over and she sets up the whole thing
4: for you. Is that so. info available on the. Uh...
3: Yeah, this will also be on there. This wasn't really an activity. I just thought. It was so cool that she comes and she sets it up for you. So, you know, if you're, if you don't want to do this yourself, you want to, you know, have somebody come out and do it for you, uh, she'll do it. It's called Pumpkin and Pine Company. She's on Instagram and we have a link uh, on Preston and oh, where cool. you'll find the whole list. Just want a, a reminder of the uh, Floral and Hardy event that's taking place. Uh, the, there's going to be a code that you need to sign up for that. And then also the Bygone Flowers uh, with Nicole Niedemeyer at Sycamore and Stone Farm. That is also an exclusive event. So I'd love to see you. I will be at both of those. Uh, I'll be at a number of these, but those are the two, you know, where there'll be a date. I'll be out there doing the class with you. And a
4: number of these are time sensitive. So check the list out. Yeah. Make sure you don't miss something you heard and wanted to be a part of.
3: Yes, definitely.
4: And there it is, Kathy's Small yeah. Activities List. All
2: right. Presented by Acne Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, everything available on PrestonAndSteve.com. We got to do this one more time. out on the full list. Like we said, it's available at PrestonTheSteve.com. Thank you to Marissa Magnata for putting all that stuff together. Yeah. Pictures a ton and of work goes into this. Right there. And thank you to Kyle Mack for the, uh, the new theme song. Excellent. And Kathy doing all the work Amazing. obviously. Uh, a reminder, another activity. It's not officially on the list, but uh, we have the big friggin' deal for Bates Motel. And that's something that can be a fall activity as well. Oh, yeah. And you can get two tickets to the Bates Motel for just 50 oh, yeah. bucks. So you go to WMR.com and use the keyword D while supplies last. And I want to
9: remind people that when you do, you also have to book your time. So yes. a lot of people are right. making the mistake of, like, oh, buying the tickets and then just showing up at Aricefa Farms. It, it is a timed event. And it's better for you to do that. And it's that means better you're not gonna, for you to do that. to wait. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Our buddy uh, David Wasikinen from the Hooters is scheduled to join us in a little while. And we got more chances to win money with Crumbum Cash, of course. Hang out. We'll be back shortly.
1: Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve.
6: Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding!
0: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme enter acme swooping and win sweepstakes and you could win up to ten thousand dollars cash or 2024 20, eagle season tickets and all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopingandwingame.com acme makes sure eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro Stop it and discover why football is better and at Atme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may
2: seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Winnow Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit winnownation.com to get started.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Uh, let me see now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought there was a phone call we were going to go to. We'll try working on that a little bit later on. Um, uh, we will have, joining us a little while, uh, David was sickening of the Hooters. He's got a new documentary. It's called Heart of the Beats about him. His about life. Drummers, his life. Yeah. And all that stuff. So I uh, can't wait to talk to him about that. But right now I want to talk about
4: fruit flies. Fruit flies. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they're just taking over the entire country. I don't know. That's what you guys told me. So
3: Well, it's know. like fruit fly season. This okay. is when you... Why is it now? I don't know. I Why find it worse
2: that? in the summer. To be honest,
3: I always get in the fall. If I'm gonna be honest. It, in, in the fall, I always get... And, and it's not like I have rotting fruit in my house either. It just, you don't keep
4: rotting fruit in your house? I don't keep rotting fruit in my house. I, I got some more rotting fruit, guys.
3: <laughs> but I have like... Uh, I think...
4: It, well, the bugs tend to become more active, I think, at, you know, um, I don't know, the heat to the house being warmer or... Right. Ah, ah, who the hell knows? <laughs> fruit
2: flies can be a problem year-round, but are especially common during the late summer and fall because they are attracted to ripened or fermenting fruits and vegetables. Okay. Hi. Sons of bitches. Tomatoes, melons, squash, grapes, and other perishable items brought brought in from the garden are often the cause of infestation developing indoors.
9: Is, uh, like, a green pepper a fruit or uh, a vegetable? Oh, no, he's considered a vegetable. A vegetable. That, that's what I thought. I, I just, I don't know what uh, what differentiates fruit it and It comes vegetables. from a flower, doesn't it? I mean, I would
8: think that uh, if it comes from a flower, it'd be a, a fruit. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
9: Oh. Because yesterday I had to throw a full one away and I think it was, uh, there was a hole in it, right? I So it opened up the Packaging and there was a full on hole, and I was like, what okay, was in the hole? Well, I think maybe fruit flies got to it or something. I I I was like, well, I'm not going to eat this one. Perhaps I'm not going to those
4: escaped minks. Yeah, but yeah.
9: um I didn't realize it was fruit fly season until you guys had said something. I'm like, yeah, I I see cuz I
4: have like a little fruit basket by my uh yeah. sink and I've seen them. <laughs> the funniest thing is the fruit basket in our house with the bananas. It, 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 we bring fruit there to rot and it's perfect <laughs> cuz it's right next to the garbage we, we buy it from the store, put it in the basket, and then throw it into the garbage. That's Uh-oh. cool, Yeah.
3: See that that anno- that like if that happens to me, I get annoyed. Like I have to have the right amount for yeah. the amount of time and all of that. Yeah, if I'm successful, if nothing rots,
2: we're good about our fruit. We 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 cut it up and make a fruit salad and stuff like. We that. We should that do that. We don't. That um, that. But right. I have a I have a method for getting rid of fruit flies. Oh yeah, uh, please yes, and it absolutely works. I read it years and years ago, and uh, I do it all the time.
3: I think maybe that my method. I think you told me about it, and I did it. So and you mind.
2: adopted it. Right. Uh, yeah, tell so, me. So take a glass, and you can fill it with either, I do one or two things, you either put it in wine, you don't have to fill it up much, maybe an inch, wine or whiskey. And then you take some uh, cling film or, you know, saran mm. wrap or whatever you want to call it, put it over top, and you just poke a hole in it with your finger. That's it. it goes they, in. They go in, and they can't get out. That works. Yep. They yes, check so in, but they don't check, they don't out.
4: check out. It's like the it's like Road 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 Road. Hotel.
3: So mine is similar to that, Preston. It's not exactly the same, but it will clear all the, f- the fruit flies out of the house. So mm-hmm. I use a wine glass.
4: Flood the house with nerve gas.
3: I use apple cider vinegar, uh, and then I use a Ziploc bag so Ooh. that it comes, so you, you take like uh, the corner of the Ziploc bag and you just snip the top of it. Mm-hmm. You put that over the wine glass, and then you push that little uh, cut part down in so supposedly it's so that the fruit flies can fly down into it, get to the liquid, but then they can't find their way back out.
2: Yeah, it's the same principle. Yeah. Uh, the, the plastic, They're checking in. The plastic wrap does the same the same thing. For whatever reason, they they can't find their way back out.
3: And it clears them out.
8: Mm-hmm. We got ourselves an electronic one, Kathy, and it's got a oh, light attached to it. Whoa, and so uh, when I come downstairs in the morning, it's got a little blue light, and it's called the Zevo Flying Insect. What does it look like? Uh, it's right here on the screen. Steve, if you want to take a look. And uh, it works really, really well. I um, have... Uh, I every have now sp- and then... What's that? I have a similar... Yeah, Yeah, every now and then, um, you know, it's sort of like... um it, it feels like it's not working, but then you, you come back downstairs the next day, and, and they're all uh, they're all gone. Do you need to put it right by the where the fruit is? We have an outlet by the back door, by the kitchen door, and so we plug it in right there, and that's in the kitchen, and um, every, you know, you, you clean it out once, uh, every few weeks
4: or whatever, and it's fine. So I, I, I set the glass down, like, right next to where the fruit is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mine is sort of like a, look, a, a black cylinder. It has a, a fan, and it has a sticky element at the bottom, and it has that blue light, Nick, which draws them in. Yeah. And uh, but basically they check in, but they don't check It'll out. They check
5: out. You can never leave.
3: <laughs> it's so satisfying though to uh, poor things as they're suffering and drowning Screaming. in apple cider vinegar. But yeah. it's so satisfying to see all of them in there. Oh uh, like, yeah, still things. I got yeah. you. Yeah. I sons uh-huh. of
4: bitches. I agree. I can't stand them. How dare you attack the fruit I'm throwing out.
2: Mm-hmm. I think Freddie Mercury in the in the uh, the movie uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is like he's talking to the one guy who just is uh, that clinger who won't yeah. leave. And he's, <laughs> okay. he's like this terrible thing, fruit flies, nasty little things,
4: right? Yeah, and he's describing uh, oh, wow. people in
2: his life that
4: just kind of hang around well, actually, like fruit uh, flies. Kathy Romano message is mm-hmm. getting rid of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but are you besieged by them now, or are you, you you have it under control? Well, no,
3: I'm okay because I have no kitchen right now, but
4: uh... <laughs> still. still?
3: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah.
4: All right. I'll come over and do it. I'll just do it. It's, That's another way to I'm get rid of fruit yeah. flies. Just get rid of Just your get, I, You know what? Yeah. I got
3: rid of the kitchen, guys. I, yeah, just, I don't like it. No, but the reason why we were having this conversation, Press, it's a, a friend of ours, uh, and she works at a business, and they were like infested with fruit flies. They couldn't figure out why they were, and it was not a food related business. Right. And they couldn't figure out why there were fruit flies everywhere. And they had called TerminX. They, they kept having somebody come out a couple of times, and they finally. Uh, figured out I guess there's like a back door that goes into kind of like you know storage type area there's stairs that goes downstairs well they are in the middle of two restaurants and one of the uh, restaurants had must have thrown a bag of trash like down in the basement and forgot about it she said it was like there was millions of oh them my and so they, God. Were, they were coming up from downstairs Horrific. into where her place of business
2: wow <laughs> that's <laughs> gnarly
4: a bag of rotting garbage will do it I said gnarly, didn't you did I? It. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You did it, man. Did um, it. Was right, well, yeah,
2: those, those methods, I think, uh, yeah, they're, they're tried and true. They, yeah. they work, no problem. It works. Yeah. All right, well, uh, handle your fruit flies, uh, uh, you know, accordingly.
4: With caution.
2: Uh, am I noticing I things? I think you've noticed oh, things. Yes, I don't okay. know. You Wait, noticed Kathy's
4: thing. Yep. I noticed you just sprang out of nowhere. Yeah. Like the noticers want to do. He's an expert fruit fly killer, too. <laughs> I do have my method. Um,
2: so as fan violence continues to rise in stadiums across the United States, a new report reveals the startling numbers behind conduct of supporters across America. Yeah, A survey conducted by Sportsbook Review found that roughly 39% of NFL fans have witnessed a crime at a game, with over 7% saying that they were victims themselves. 7%. That's a fair amount. The
9: only place I was a victim was in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So... Does one hit you? Yeah, somebody attacked me from behind. Okay. And then the coward ran away. Oh, uh, get out. Really? Mm-hmm.
3: Because you. Because
9: had... I was wearing a green man suit. Okay, got it. So, it turned out to be Pierre. Yeah.
2: Uh, this poll of about 3,200 American football fans comes just a week after the Patri- a Patriots fan died of an apparent medical event following an alleged altercation with a Miami Dolphins fan. Uh, Sportsbook Review found that. Lincoln Financial Field, home of the Philadelphia Eagles, is the stadium where most fans have reported witnessing a crime, Hmm. with 63% claiming to have seen some criminal activity. The most most common crime scene there is physical violence.
4: So, you know what? Uh, I have to say, we do a a morning show in this city. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, and obviously we're tied into these things. Am I missing a lot of these stories? You, yeah, well, yeah. I, people don't. I mean, they're just they're, you know. There's
2: falsification. Yes. It happens all the time. Well, I know Marissa's yeah.
9: friend got attacked last year, um, not in the stadium, but outside of the stadium. I don't know if you, uh, she's gone, but uh, so I don't. I don't have the details. But it was. Um, the deets. I don't have the deets on it. But uh, it, you know. Uh, I personally haven't seen much at, at Lincoln Financial Field. I, I mean, I vividly remember as a child, right, walking uh, back to the car with my dad, and I watched this Redskins fan just get pummeled by like three dudes. That was um, that was the vet, right? That was that was vet. And uh, and if you know where uh, Chickies and Pizza is, it yeah. was like right there. I think it used to be an Acme, um, but uh, I, I vividly remember that. And I have not seen.
4: A, like a fight, I don't. I don't feel like so, I've
9: seen one since then.
4: So that's why I think you would always you would tell me in the morning we have time to chat and you know and um. I get, that just, doesn't mean it's not happening. No, I just haven't heard a lot of people talking about altercations. The, so the puffing uh, of the chest
9: is, is is a big thing there, Steve. Like a yeah. lot of people, like everybody right. goes in there like tough guys, look and at that chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but have I seen? I've seen people get
4: like drinks thrown at them, or right. thrown on them. So I think like that, that falls on this list, though, does it not? So yeah. that would be this an act of aggression. Physical altercation. Right, so that would be yeah. a, a physical altercation. Chris?
12: Yeah, when it happened to my friend, it was actually after the game, and it was with a group of people who we think may not have even attended the game. We yeah. were just at the bar, and they just, come from just the art kind museum. of like walked by. <laughs> yeah. Had a, yeah, right. Was there um, a reason they attacked? There may the have been some words exchanged, but nothing, uh, nothing aggressive. Maybe it was uh, in like a joking manner that got taken the wrong way.
4: You know what those words uh, were? Again, not... You bogus cutting... and bummer.
2: <laughs> oh, bummer. Yeah, you
12: and epic. epic.
4: And somebody, uh,
2: somebody said...
12: But it was bad. It was really? it was not a good situation. So, can you reveal injuries? No, um, I'd like to keep it private yeah. for my friend. Um, but it was it, like an ambulance was called. I'm can sorry. you reveal <laughs> the
2: the yeah. words that were thrown around?
12: Um, I think like I think it may have been like somebody came up for like said like, "Hey, can I either like grab a drink or a cigarette or something like that?" Right. And they. Threw slurs back and wow, uh, yeah, homophobic
9: stuff. Uh, Tossed oh things God. back
12: at people, and it was it was just like it was crazy. Like, and it just happened in a split second mm. in an empty parking lot um, after the game. Like, who mm. who thinks that that happens so anymore?
4: Have, have you you gone to games, Marissa? Uh, obviously, uh, have you seen um, have you seen stuff in the stands? Have you seen a lot of altercations or physicality going on, or in the in the, uh, in the, the parking
2: actual,
12: lot? I mean, I watch them from my seats down below, <laughs> <laughs> right. but yeah, no, not not really. Not since I threw a. I said a guy that wouldn't sit down in front of me? Ah. <laughs> that was like 15 years ago. Okay. Um, no, I feel like it's not that. You bad. better sit down, buddy. There was somebody that like posted a video recently. It made it to NFL on Fox, which kind of pissed me off. Of like, if they were a Vikings fan walking through a parking lot, um, getting booed at, but like they were walking through like Jetro, yeah. and they were like deep in Jetro, and they were trying to say like, this is my walk to like the the game, and I was like, how the hell did you guys even end up in the Jetro lot? In in your vikings gear like you were kind of bringing it on yourself
9: no. Right? Uh, I, no, the, I Preston, don't think Preston so. Preston will not agree with that at, at all. I I as long as, there is there's pageantry there, there's this game that's that's being played and I'm fine with it. cuz I've been a spectator in other stadiums and I love that. Like it's have you yourself engaged it, it, it would be more playful. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, when I was at the Eastern Conference Finals against the Devils back in what was that, 2000 or something like that, <laughs> like yes, we had a great time going back and forth with everybody. Right. I told you guys this. I was wearing a cheesesteak hat. They came and took the hat right. off my head they tore it to shreds and started throwing it at me and they didn't they couldn't hit me with it yeah. and i was like yeah you, you guys you know and then when the game was over we had a great time i was like dude that was a great game you guys kicked our asses blah blah blah, you right. know and and i've done that in our stadium with uh, with other fans where like before the game we're having a great time having a great conversation and then i say hey uh, for the next you know four quarters we're not friends anymore right as long as you Understand, but there is a line that that can, that can be crossed. So
4: once the imbibing starts and the line gets blurred, I think that's what you're doing here. And I'm not with down here. with that. But, huh? but I, I'm just curious as to whether, because a lot of these things, they will take these surveys. And, and Preston, I think when we were talking about this, you said you saw a study that where the link was not the number one. Oh, it was, yeah. No, you know what? It, it was the same one. Oh, I the same one? misread the headline because it had
2: said that um, uh, where the, uh, the commanders play. Was in the top, uh, oh, it was, yeah, yeah. so it was on this same list. I okay. thought I thought it was being named as the top one. Damn. So, so the other ones on the list, by the way, Son are AT and T Stadium, uh, the Cowboys, uh, Gillette Stadium, the Patriots, MetLife Stadium, uh, the Giants and Jets, and um, Cleveland Browns Stadium. So those were the the top five. Ah, huh. so yeah. they,
4: and they, maybe they make the point that they they, they would say that they uh, the people that they talk to would not be comfortable having a wife or a girlfriend or somebody go solo. That, you know, that was something that was in the article. Do you put any credence in that? No, I go
2: yeah. with
9: my wife. I take my kids. Yeah. Right. So here, yeah.
4: here's, so so I can
2: back up because Casey was about to say something about me and, and that I'm not down with any of this. And yeah. I hope you weren't insinuating that I don't think this doesn't happen in other No, 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 no. I no, think no. it's stupid, period. Yeah. And that if you happen to Support. Let's say I'm a transplant or something like that, and I right. want to go see my team who's playing in a different stadium. You should be able to do that yeah. without having to actually be worried about getting hurt. Agreed. It's stupid. It's silly. And and I'm and I'm I'm preaching to. Uh, my words go to no one. They will not penetrate. It doesn't matter. I know that. Yeah. It's just I think it's dumb. I think it's I stupid. Think I think there's no reason for you to actually hate or be angry or want ill will to someone no, just because they like another team. I think it's moronic and mookish. And so you can I, f off.
4: I don't. Okay. I don't play. F- I mean playfully. If somebody wants to engage in that, and that's something as you said, that the thing that you, that's fine. Yeah. I don't think you should expect to have that happen. I, I do think it's a little loudish to have. That happen when you, if you're going with your family and you hear you know or whatever and 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 you're you're assailed by people who f- who feel a certain way. But I also think that you know large stadiums full of people. Yeah, your the odds increase. Yeah. statistically. That you're gonna find someone. The problem is that it seems very easy for that line to be crossed.
9: Yeah, and I think listen, if you are a supporter from uh, you know, for another team, whether you're from that city or not, you should be able to wear those colors yes. into into the state. How often really do you should. see
4: how often do you see, for example, when you're at the game, do you see people wearing opposing jerseys that go unassailed?
9: Um uh, all the time. Okay. I mean, listen, th- there is chatter, right? And and I see people play into it, you know, like uh it, you know, so I remember seeing this guy with and a Witt Jersey played for the uh, the Cowboys and the Cowboys were winning And he was he was living it up. Right. Turning around to the crowd, like, you know, pointing at his jersey. Right. So he's playing the game as well. Right. right? Like and I would expect the the same thing. But the second you start throwing things at him (laughs) or 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 getting physical or whatever, like that's that's you know, that that line
4: does not need to be crossed. This is just a game. You should be. I I think I propose this, Preston. Yeah. Every stadium. Should have an octagon. <laughs>
2: <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> now, right? listen, if, if somebody yeah. is, is with, a, with a, a, the away team and they're turning around, they're yelling at local fans, screw that guy, too. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. The game is happening down there. It's on the field. You've done nothing. Yeah. Well, they've done nothing. Not these people behind you. Whatever.
9: I remember being at my kid's soccer game. It was a beach blast down on the uh, on the uh, sand in Wildwood, and there was a penalty on the field. And this lady starts yelling, and and I I knew, but anyway. I, I said something to the lady. I'm like, no, nah, it wasn't a, a penalty or whatever. And she started, like, coming at me. And I'm like, listen, lady, I'm like, I'm not going to fight with you over what our children are doing on the field. Like, it, it is... I'm yeah, not... I'm not to fight. <laughs> I want to make love. <laughs> no. But you know what I did say? I said... Back off for child. Seriously. Exactly. Yes, and she so you, backed off. You gave her the
2: warning. Uh, uh,
12: President, I have to agree more. There should be zero violence. There is... Uh, the seats next to me uh, usually get sold, and they tend to be away team fans. And... As soon as I see him I I turn to them and I say, hey, how are you guys fans of whatever team? And I make nice with them immediately because that's how it should be. And then like, we can have the joke back and forth, but you have to make people comfortable. There should be zero, zero, zero violence whatsoever. (laughs) I also sit next to the section of away fans. Casey, who do we play Monday Night Football during camp out? Oh, the Packers. We played the Packers. Yeah, There was something going on where they all had whistles. And you should have seen there were six sections who were all sitting like police dogs waiting to like be Told that they could sick these people. Like, we knew this was a whole section of Packers fans and family, like the family section, and they were blowing these whistles to, like, n- they were driving us all yeah, crazy. You can
2: punch those people in the face. Thank mm. you. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, because they've I'm done something uh, obnoxious <laughs> yes. and annoying on purpose. But, so there you go. or alert the authority Yeah, uh, no. I
11: no. <laughs> crossed the line
4: yeah, when yeah. I said they,
2: that. Yeah.
12: I, they did, and they took the whistles away from yeah. us so you're not like, supposed, you supposed to do, do that. that. The new
4: <laughs> thing that they've implemented, like, the information's perceived. Yeah. Well,
12: you can maintain.
4: now. Let me ask you: What is their level of response? Oh, Do you know, people. Steve, Steve,
12: they called me because. Immediate? Yeah. We were five people sitting in four seats, and somebody around us called. Oh, I really? was, like, there with, like, my family, and I yeah. think, like, either my brother brought his girlfriend or I bought a boyfriend, and somebody around us called, and we're like, you guys have to move. We were well, all standing. Good. I was, like, standing with my mom in a seat, and somebody complained. i feel came, you all. Like, good.
5: Hat. You know I'm Marissa Magnus. <laughs> You're scamming no. over there.
8: <laughs> Steve, I was at a Phillies-Yankees game last year, and uh, we were sitting in the right field, and there were a bunch of idiot Yankees fans back to my yeah. left and a bunch of idiot uh, Phillies fans back to my right. And uh, they were going at it, and it was again. Preston, to your point, like it's it a baseball game. Like, relax. It was it's a baseball. It's a, uh, also,
5: <laughs> one of the more relaxed. Regular? It wasn't yeah. even postseason <laughs> yet.
8: And uh, this is game ninety one. Yeah, and, but they were all like hammered, and it, and so uh, I texted the guy. Think, yeah. You know, and it's super easy. You just text the row section as you're in, and within thirty seconds, the ushers come down, and they, they give him a warning. They're like, "Hey, settle it down. Don't be an a hole." and uh, and the both sides listened. So they were given a oh, warning and then the Yankees fans started getting a little more obnoxious and then somebody else texted at that point. And so they got one warning and then the, the second time they came down, they got tossed.
2: So sometimes it can be just some stupid lack of communication thing that can happen and, and then next thing you know, you're yelling at people. I had a guy tee off at me at a Flyers game one time. I was, at, meanwhile, wearing a Flyers jersey. At a Flyers game? Uh, what are you Flyers thinking? Game. How dare you? In a stoppage in play, <laughs> I'm trying to get to my seat, and yeah. this guy starts teeing off at me because I'm I, I came walking through the aisle during the game. I'm like, dude, the play has stopped. Yeah. This is another Flyers fan. Did you hear the whistle? Ye- yelling at me. Okay, and I'm like, and and that's where it starts. You get yeah. one person pissed off for whatever reason, even it, it, especially if they're wrong, uh, and then next thing you know, you got a fight happening. So some yeah. of those things happen like that. It's not always. Because you're cheering for another team, yeah. uh, that that
4: crap happens. Stick Forty thousand people yeah. anywhere,
2: yeah. With a, a bunch yeah, of yeah, booze. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
9: Well, the the guys behind me two seasons ago, it was the same thing. It was it was uh, Eagle on Eagle Crime, and <laughs> one guy wasn't. Uh, I don't think as he was going past everybody, I don't think he said thank you for or or excuse me, right? You know, one of those two, and the dude took exception to that, and and man, did this whole thing just erupt. And I was with my buddy Kyle, and not Kyle McCarty, but my yeah. other friend. And, uh, and, and it's, it started getting like real, real chirpy and chippy and, uh, Clappy. Deep, but, and it was not Clappy. Exactly. It was anything but Clappy, but they were also, all of them, cause it was like five of them were all intoxicated. So there was no talking any reason to these people. Yep. My buddy Kyle starts, you know, he starts telling them to shut up and I'm it like, Kyle, worse. we're not involved in this at all. Right, right. Turn around. And I'm like, I want them to shut up. But like. There, there's no reasoning with drunk people sometimes, and
4: that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. this,
9: you, you you can't de-escalate.
12: I will say, as an Eagles fan right now, you can travel anywhere because mm. every stadium sounds like a home game. Last yeah, night, last night was great. I was just listening to the game at one point. And I couldn't t- I couldn't tell who scored yeah. if it was the Bucks or the Eagles. It was the Eagles, and it sounded like the home team is cheering. When I went out to Phoenix last year, it was it might as well have been a home. So team. let me ask home you, does
4: Marissa, do you think that mitigates the chance of being? Um, uh, set upon by the fan base when they know there's a substantial army <laughs> ready to come to your aid at a at an away game? I
12: think so. And also the stadium, I went, when I was in Phoenix, it was mostly transplants. Everybody who lived in Phoenix. So there would be like a kid... Uh, in a home team jersey and then his dad would be wearing like a Giants jersey. Right. And so it's like a lot of people who were like second generation and their parents were starting the fandom for them.
9: Now I've been to some other stadiums and I've had great experiences. I had a great experience at Fenway and, uh, N- and Nick, I was uh, sitting right behind a bachelor party and I thought, oh, this is going to go south pretty yeah. quick and it was great. I had an amazing experience there. I had a great experience at the Ravens Stadium. I had another great experience at the Bill Stadium. I went there a few years ago. What's well, Just- but at that Bill Stadium, I, I had my green on, but I put it underneath something else, right? right? Because I was like, I don't know how these, because, you know, you hear about the Bill's Mafia and, right. you know, all that. But, like, you know, again, I feel like you should be able to wear your colors
4: if you want to wear your colors, but also, uh, you yeah, know, I want to uh, protect myself. But if you watch the, the opening scene in The Godfather, uh, Brando is covering a, a Bill's jersey. Yeah, mm. he's a big fan. <laughs> yeah, and he's a tough guy. It's Bill's yeah. Mafia, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah, a big fan, Bills. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, anyhow, well, we were ranked, uh, the link was ranked as uh, the yeah. most dangerous um, stadium in the country because of uh, people witnessing crime. So just to clarify, this is not something we celebrate, correct? Some uh, yeah, people will. Some people will. Yeah. Some people will. Uh, I guarantee you, most definitely. So, um, But uh, yeah, there were a number of other stadiums that were that ranked up there similarly. Uh, for opposing fans, uh, they say they feel most unsafe in Philadelphia, followed by Cleveland, Chicago, Dallas, and. Las Vegas, um, Vegas. You just got there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know for whatever reason. in <laughs> the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. Um, question. Yes. Um, More we have a little bit of time sure. if you want one. We do. Okay. So, because our guest is here. Yes. Uh, and so, are we going to break and come back with our guest? Yeah. What we're do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, but quick, uh, I noticed that we have a caller that wants to go on the air. So I'm going to go to. Is this Stephen? Yes. This is he. Hi, Stephen. How you doing today, bud? I'm good. How are you, Preston? Wonderful, man. Uh, so you would like to declare something to our listening audience? Yes, yeah, so
5: I'm feeling pretty groovy today
11: because <laughs> I want a thousand dollars. Groovy, yeah! he's
5: groovy, and he used groovy.
2: How about that? Excellent, Stephen. Yeah, you're our crumbum winner, man. Crumbum cash, a thousand dollars for you. Uh, where do you hail from, Stephen?
5: I hail from Washington
2: Township, New Jersey. Oh, excellent, my man. And you've been trying to win the cash. You finally got it, and uh, we are very happy. I, I do want to ask, how did you enter the keyword? Did you text it or use the website or through the uh, through the app? I texted it. Excellent. Nice. A lot nice. of texts come in that yeah. way. And so the word was current, and that means Stephen currently has an extra thousand dollars. You got something you want to do with that grand, Stephen? Anything in mind? Yeah,
5: I'm thinking about checking out uh, a few of uh, Cassidy's
2: fall <laughs> activities. Yeah, oh my God! Steven knows what to do. All right, thanks for listening, my man. Hang on the line and it's oh just that TV. simple. You can get $1,000 if you enter. You can try to win uh, and uh, the next time we have that is coming up at 10 o'clock which is only 25 minutes away or so. All right, maybe I should notice one more thing just oh. so we yes. make this at least a three-story noticer here this morning. It's a
4: triple-story Noticer. Um, let me see. He's noticer's noticing the stories that he wants to pick.
2: Yeah, I apologize. I didn't really. Uh, Noticer makes an apology. I didn't uh, put
4: these all together noticer's ahead of time. looking his index finger um, as he rifles through his noticeable stories. I've got so many
2: things to notice and so, so little
4: time. enough time on the day to notice. That's right. That's okay. what he's here for.
2: All right. You said a short one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go with this. Uh, Cracker Barrel. Yes. Is facing uh challenge as it attempts to attract younger customers without alienating
4: its aging base of loyal fans. <laughs> I read I read this article um, and uh, Preston, it, it's it is it's a, I was just thinking about that conundrum because you pass by it all the time. You go over to, to Plymouth meeting, you know, it's there. And. And uh, And it's always uh, packed. Yeah, but it's always people who are, you know, there's... there's, 100 plus. There are a lot of uh, (laughs) funeral home employees that sit in the parking lot just waiting. I mean, their freaking logo has a dude in overalls,
8: an old guy in overalls, leaning up against a barrel. And where do you wait, Nick? It's not exactly beckoning a younger person. In (laughs) a rocking chair.
4: Yeah. And, yeah, and so you get all your food is served in a bedpan. but I
3: would hate for them to change the rocking chairs and the big giant checkers you can play outside. Mm -hmm. I
4: think there's a way that you can make that sort of... uh, Kitchy and an appeal to a, to a younger audience by well, doing that. They've been working on it. So yeah. some 43%
2: of Cracker Barrel guests are at least 55 years old, while just 23% are under the age of 34. Uh, the recent quarterly earning results were underwhelming with traffic uh, during the key summer travel season coming short of expectations and revenue that was roughly flat from a year ago. In response, the chain now serves alcohol as an enticement Wait, for the what? hip Sunday brunch <laughs> crowd.
3: Hey, I don't think they sell alcohol at the one by me. Yes,
2: they do. It is uh, preparing to launch a new loyalty program this month, which points uh, with points known as pegs, which are named after the they wooden the peg pe- games. They
3: took the peg game off the table. Cracker Barrel now has pegging. They took the peg game off of the table. What? what? I All went, of them um, in the spring, no. and they had the peg game. Uh, at the not table. at the one in Plymouth Meeting. That's the well, one. The peg to. game is gone.
2: Kathy, I definitely have talked to people who have gotten mimosas at that location. Okay, so it's only still- on Sunday.
3: Well, oh, it's only on Sunday. Yeah, they did the oh. Sunday
4: brunch crowd. So I don't. I don't think. It's all the time.
3: That's weird. Just one day a week. I don't
4: know. Well, maybe maybe it's a test. So maybe they don't want to. um, So they'll they'll start to flesh it out a little bit. Um, And uh, so I used to love that little the little peg game. Yeah, I, that's uh, required. I can't believe they wouldn't... Are you sure it just
2: wasn't that day? Did positive. you ask?
3: We, Jace and I looked at all of the... Ta- so Jace loves Cracker Barrel. Uh, I,
4: I, I do, too. They're, I, they're kind of fun. And and it's it's a classic, standard American breakfast.
3: So I, I often have to take him there. Like, uh, you know, he'll, he'll be like, can this be a Cracker Barrel morning? I'm like, okay, fine. So, so we do go there. Um... Yes, we looked at all of the tables, and the game was off all of the tables. We did not ask about it, oh. uh, but it was not on any of the tables. Maybe I,
4: they were uh, steam cleaning them. I mm. actually
3: almost sent you guys a video. We went, I think the last time we went was the end of summer. I am not joking you. I have the video of it. There's Christmas decorations. Wow. Up in the Cracker Barrel store. I was like, mm.
2: I saw some, are you kidding? I think I saw some at Costco the other day. Yeah. Come on, this man. is getting ridiculous. Come on, even this is Kathy talking yeah, over here. By, by the way, going back to right. Cracker Barrel right. for a moment. By the way, way it's,
4: it's not just breakfast, Steve. they also have lunch too. They have like great meatloaf, fried That's chicken. True. And I, I almost yummy. always have gotten breakfast at Cracker Barrel. That's why I associated it with it. And They'll serve it all day. So yeah, um, and do they give out complimentary Molly now? Yeah, oh, you get free Molly.
3: Say? Are they getting the young kids in there?
11: That's only on Friday.
2: <laughs> um. So no, they've they've embraced a pair of TikTok users oh. uh, who went viral this summer. What they did was they went and they they left an old time photo, fo- uh, old timey photo of themselves on the wall of one of the restaurants. Just snuck it in Thank as you. decoration. Oh, yeah. 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 So Cracker Barrel found out about it because their video went viral, and now they have hired them, mm-hmm. uh, and they've supplied them with merch and took them on a tour of the Tennessee warehouse uh, that has the chain supply of restaurant decorations and all that stuff. So they're starting to... Trying to change the attitude.
4: Yeah. Uh, I think that's absolutely fine. And by the way, if you want to talk about the height of Kitsch, the store, while you're waiting... I love that little store. Yeah. You know? I, yeah.
3: It, it has, gr- I have yeah. some of like my favorite Christmas decorations. Where else came are you going to find from a there. Mel
4: Tillis CD? <laughs> I'll
3: tell you. Yeah. Some, some <laughs> of the stuff is so good. Wait, can I talk about real quick the framed photos?
5: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So,
3: first of all, of all right. there's a couple of places. We need a Preston and Steve photo signed. It needs to go to Marciano's ba- Bakery in Manioc. I don't know why our picture's not up there yet. Okay. Uh, ladies, I'm sending it over. Nick, don't mention the restaurant because you know what I'm going to say. There's a restaurant that has pictures of extremely famous people that have visited signed autographs. Like, not locally famous. Like, right? Like, you know, beyond. Nah, really famous. There's a, a spot in one of their bathrooms. It's an open square. I want to... Put a picture of me yes. in there. Yes. And, and just hang. It, you I can't mean, name
4: the restaurant. No. 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 She want wants to sneak know. it in. I oh, it yeah, in. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. put oh,
3: and see how long it's in the bathroom. It's not like in the main. And there's an
4: open square. There yeah. is an
3: like a perfect open down. square, eight, eight by ten restaurant, eight by ten frame. It's a small restaurant. Picture of yeah. me. Yes. It was, <laughs> picture of me and just hang it in the bathroom.
4: Can you write down the name? I want to see it. Do yeah, yeah, You need to use that nail in
3: the wall and everything. Something. Yes. I'm going to have to do something to get it.
4: Use that old
2: Sixers headshot. That's Hot picture of you, okay. Okay. yeah. Yeah, will love having that. Can out.
4: that How do I get her? I don't I'm know. But she's hot.
2: Leave her up there, Kathy. Can Is that I Meghan, the- Markle? I <laughs> Meghan
4: Markle? <laughs> I just pissed under Meghan Markle.
2: Can I
8: go into the bathroom with you,
3: Nick? You're going to have to come right. with me so that we can uh, we we can do this
4: together. I'm
11: excited. I'm going to okay. need
2: help. Oh dear God, Steve. it's an obvious one. Oh, you think about it. yeah,
4: it's a great restaurant. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll look into that. So, uh, Cracker Barrel's CEO Sandy Cochran told investors on a recent conference call that the company's recent decline traffic was a broad was broad based across age groups though I blame it on the broads. but they're working <laughs> on it they're working on it yeah. all right, that's all I have time to all notice right. we got yeah we got to no, wrap I've got to go we got crumb cash. bum cash we got dave was sick in it. we got, was we got uh, the Bizarre file bazaar file got... other stuff we have all these things we need to do and this buds for you and this buds for you we're going take... <laughs> <laughs> to we're going to take a break and we're going to be back in just a moment so stay with us
14: 93.3 WMMR. How you doing, my friend? Doing
5: great right now, friend. Because I just got 1000 bucks from WMMR. Yeah!
1: You're a real crumb bum.
5: Crumb bum cash. Woo! Yeah, you are $1,000 richer, Henry. Congratulations.
14: Yeah! Crumb bum! Listen for the crumb bum contest keyword for your chance to grab some dough five times a day. Oh,
5: my God! I can't believe
14: that! Wow! no idea this are great Grum Bum Cash
9: I hear you're a delivery driver in and around Philadelphia yeah? Yeah that's right and you always bring MMR along with you that's how you want I don't need that work day without MMR oh we love it Henry
5: we love it
14: sponsored by Horizon Services heating, cooling and plumbing book online at horizonezbook.com
5: thank you WMMR yeah?
14: everything that rocks your wallet
4: Real quick, Steve, you wanted to mention a charity event. Yes, thank you very much, Preston. It's uh, Kegs for Cats. This is the third time we're doing it. It is an event with Morris Animal Refuge. They're actually uh, behind it, and it benefits their uh, community cats program. It's an afternoon hang. It's at the Philadelphia Brewing Company. It's October 8th, Kegs for Cats. If you've been to the first two, you know it's really casual and cool. Philadelphia Brewing Company is awesome. It's from 12 to 3 p.m. Uh, for 25 bucks, you get free beer or cider from Philadelphia Brewing Company, uh, food from algorithm food truck raffle tickets it's really cool i think there's a game later on that day so you can kind of pre-party or you know pre-tailgate there and have a great time and all of the benefits as i say uh, rescuing these uh, cats that are out and uh you see them on the streets and uh you know morris animal refuge does tremendous stuff with helping all these animals so i'll be talking about it more but it is october 8th it's a sunday afternoon from 12 to 3 p.m and we'd love to see you there excellent all right before we welcome
2: our guest um we're going to do a short bizarre file all right. And we'll do Chrome Cash and then we'll talk to our yeah. guests. So let's do this
1: now. Here we go. Now,
5: Bizarre.
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. Bizarre. Final. Bizarre.
2: All righty, we will begin uh, with this story how the cold case is never frozen 14 years after Lucas Shortreed was killed in a fatal hit and run. Uh, Ontario police say they found the suspect vehicle that was hidden behind a fake wall. A well, fake wall. Yes. Yeah, so, I hate
5: fake wall. Well, this is a car yeah. that
2: was hidden. That somebody hid for that long cuz they knew that they were looking for it get busted. Yeah. So uh, on October tenth, two thousand eight, Shortreed, who was eighteen years old at the time, was walking along road, a road when he was hit by a car and killed. Uh, the vehicle fled the scene, and investigators were looking for someone driving a ninety-five to ninety-seven white Dodge Neon. Wow! Uh, they followed up on hundreds of tips and searched hundreds of similar vehicles over the course of their fourteen-year investigation. And last September, police announced that uh, it had led them to a home where they recovered a su- the suspected vehicle uh, before they made a pair of arrests. The white Dodge Neon recovered over to the scene with significant damage located inside a disabled semi-trailer behind a false wall. Wow. Uh, the neon had been confirmed by the center of forensic sciences as being the vehicle that was that struck and killed Lucas Shortreed, a 55-year-old man, was charged with uh, failing to stop at the scene of an accident causing bodily harm or death, and a 53-year-old woman was charged with accessory after the fact and obstructing justice. I'm so they sure, must for be- hiding it. Yeah, quickly walled that sucker up then. Yep, and then had it stashed that long. You would think within 14 years. They would have found a way to dispose of it or something, right. but no, they held but on to it. But they're stupid, and that helps. And it was their undoing. Mike's Car Wash of Indiana needed help when workers discovered a groundhog in a car's bumper. Hi. The customer had brought the car in after a bird got stuck in the front grill, uh, but she had no idea that the other critter was trapped inside. Uh, Car wash workers and Jiffy Lube employees eventually contacted Fort Wayne Animal Care and Control, and the front of the car was disassembled. Jiffy
14: Lube, you still have that 1995 special?
2: Uh, according to Dalton Brinke, the worker said he was cute, but definitely mad that we were trying to take him from his warm home. Pain don't hurt. <laughs> after we got him out, that was Dalton. Uh, he ran to the back of the car and hopped up to the rear suspension. Had to uh, he had uh, had to take off the left rear tire to get him oh, out. Oh wow! Uh, the Groundhog I'm was not going to make this easy. Nicknamed Mike was taken by animal control to be checked for injuries. By the way, so they got Mike out of there. Hi, Mike. Uh, let's hey see. You A herd of sheep grazing in the semi flooded plain of the Sally Greece invaded a greenhouse that cultivated medicinal cannabis and ate around 100 kilograms of it. So, trippy sheep. Yeah. As the sheep in Greece developed strange behavior shortly after grazing, the shepherd realized that the sheep had eaten a large part of the cannabis crop. Uh, The owner of the greenhouse saw that his production, which had already been heavily damaged by Storm Daniel, uh, had now been consumed by the sheep, which were struggling to find fresh grass due (laughs) to... (laughs) Uh, invest. The, that's a comment from one of the sheep. Uh, investments in pharmaceutical cannabis have taken off in Greece in recent years. While many Greek farmers initially adopted a wait and see attitude to the cultivation, it soon became clear that its cultivation would solve many problems facing farmers. And apparently. The sheep just love it, too. They do. right, we got time for one more story, and then we will wrap this up. Uh, Let's see. Man, there was another one of these. Five people were hospitalized following a house explosion in a residential New Jersey neighborhood. This was on Friday night. This is insane. An incident happened after 9 p.m. in West Milford, about 20 miles outside of New York City. The injured were transported to the hospital by helicopter. Uh, The cause of the explosion is unknown, as officials said. The investigation is ongoing. Uh, The condition of those injured have not been disclosed as of yet. What was the cause? The They don't know. The yeah. massive explosion uh, startled neighbors in the area, prompting 911 calls to fold into emergency responders. Uh, staggering aerial images of the scene show the home nearly torn to shreds as emergency personnel surrounded the area. And there was the one that was not too far away yeah. here, and then I read another one the other day as well. I wonder what's so, going on. Yeah. It's usually a natural gas leak or something like that. So, all right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, it is time. Let's do this right now.
4: Oh, my God. That's my fault. That's my fault. Dearly beloved, <laughs> we are gathered here today for this thing called crumb Bum Cash. All
1: right, here we go. 93.3
14: WMMR, Philadelphia.
1: You're a real crumb bum.
14: It's time for a crumb bum Cash keyword.
2: And the keyword is style, which we certainly have around here. S-T-Y-L-E. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways for you to do it. You can enter it at uh, WMMR.com or via the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. And one random entry wins $1,000 in our company wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley, so make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Horizons services again the word is style s-t-y-l-e enter it now good luck to you we can now welcome our next guest yeah! to the studio <laughs> there is a documentary that Uh-oh. is out it is premiering actually today at the annual first glance philadelphia film Thanks, festival you. and we are happy to welcome from the hooters david Wasikin. Yeah. yeah! Thank you. Nice oh, to see you, Oh, man, great to
13: see you so guys. The, the debut
4: is next week? Is there, is I, I believe it's the 5th of October. Okay. Oh, this so is premiering place. at the oh, it's at
2: the 26th annual. Yes. Not we, the 26th of September, right. which yes. is today. Did you get it right? It's no, next No, no, week. no, no. It's, it's October week. 5th. You're yeah. right. And yes. it'll be at the PFS Boars. Uh, the name of the documentary is called Heart of the Beat. How
13: about that? It is your story. <laughs> it's a little scary, isn't it? Wow.
4: <laughs> it would, I think it, you know what? In a way, I think it it, it is. And anytime we talk to somebody about writing a biography, autobiography. Mm. Putting, you know, their story mm. on whatever medium they're using, it, it, it it's kind of daunting, I think. It's intimidating, to yes. be honest
13: with you. I mean I haven't seen it. I wouldn't want to do it. I have not I saw any bits of it, um but I have not seen the documentary myself. So and a couple of friends of mine said you're absolutely crazy that you haven't seen it. <laughs> but uh I, I trust that the director, Joe freshy I think you know, I trust her well, and the producer of it. So what's your reasoning for not watching it yet? Uh, well, time. I've been on the. Uh, okay. 50, we did yes. fifty-five shows, so I. I, I well, we were home for thirteen days between Europe and the U.S. And uh, so I, I, tr- I saw a little bit of it, and enough that I thought, okay, this 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 could work. You know, I had to be, you know, I remember having a breakfast with with John and Jill, and uh, they they talked about doing this because I worked on other documentaries that they had. I did music for them, right? And then they they did a documentary called a. Uh, I'm going to get Kensington and Crisis or Crisis in Kensington. Right. And I did the music with a friend of mine. And they, you know, it was about drug addiction. Yeah. And they found it, came to me later and said, Hey, you have an interesting story so about this and recovery. And, and uh, so... So they're the ones so, who instituted, floated it to you. Yeah, you were not definitely. you were not
4: chopping this around. Oh so no, that came to you. <laughs> no. But and the step-off point was your, your your experience with addiction as well. Well, that's part of it. Yeah, I mean
13: it's only a part of it because you know it, it, I was entertaining the idea of writing writing a book. Uh, you know, uh, but even the Hooters are just a part of it because I played in plenty of bands before the Hooters, a ton. and and did uh, lived in L. A. and did other work. But uh, you know, just the idea of you know. Having something like this out there was, was a little intimidating. Yeah, I can I said, imagine. You know? Yeah, true But um, story. I'm, I'm cool with it. I love the people that did it. It was, uh, you know, she came over to Europe. She followed us around for a couple of days and uh, came out to see some of my other bands. So it, uh, in between there, I did a gig with uh, Quentin Jones and uh, Kenny Aronson with QDK. So we had, she got some content in there.
4: So much of what you're involved with uh, is just does good for people and makes people happy. And, you know, your, your general attitude, you know, you you're a story that, that I think if people were to look at you know obviously what your, your travails and your 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 pluses is inspiring to a lot of people. I find it kind of wild and interesting and and you know in a way we're we're proud the the Hooters especially for here. Oh, I'm seeing these videos pop up and there are you know, tons of them now. They react what they call reaction videos. So right. they'll listen to music mm-hmm. and you'll have people listen and and for some reason a lot of the Hooters songs have ended up in these reaction videos. No kidding. And and you'll see that. people who are say they come from yeah. the hip hop world or whatever and they'll say, oh, like, and they're like, oh my God, this yes. is great. Right. And they'll freak out. I think I know what and you're I, talking about. I've seen it happen a number yeah. of times. And I, I don't know whether they get floated out there, but it seemed like they hit with like seven or eight of these different and I'll get sent them by people who are, you know, catch them on YouTube. Yeah. And
13: it's just great. Does that blow well, you away? Yeah, it does. And But I, I really think after all these years of playing together and doing this tour is that, you know, we want to bring the joy. Yeah, You know, it's we, we feel like, wow. Well, <laughs> Listen, we're all getting up there, so it could end any day. You know, so we're looking at each other like, "Do you believe we're still doing yeah. this?" You know, in Fresno, you know, I'm. I did. We played 55 shows, and I did 55 solos, Preston. Wow. <laughs> at the, and I awesome. thought about it before that, you know, and it, and it was a kind of like an arc, you know. When I started, I really didn't know what the hell I was doing because I just kind of wanted to improv it. Mm-hmm. The only thing bit I left in there was the Rocky thing, then, yeah, which uh. i was giving away, but but uh, that was it, and then I just went for it, but it got For me, it got better, it felt better to do, and it improved, which kind of Makes me nervous about the documentary because I was still fishing. <laughs> uh, no kidding. Did show it, so I'm it? like uh, I don't uh, know if I'm going to be critical, like probably you would be totally about it. Like, uh, why did I play that? Right. Why did I do that? You know, yeah. why did I flub that? You yeah.
4: Know? By the way, up on the screen here in the studio, and yeah. we'll do a oh, thing to, that's
13: so this is I Rob's saw that. Squad reaction,
4: oh, I love that. Very
13: these lovely couple, yeah. and they, they they're
4: exploring rock, but they went nuts for your stuff. So yeah, it's great. Yeah.
13: It's uh, got a no way up. when 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 he saw the melodica Yeah, and the guys react was just fantastic. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no,
4: it's cool to keep yeah. your mind open. But you guys, we, you know, we talk about, obviously we talked to you a couple of times over the, uh, you know, the, 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 the past couple of months, obviously with the new music coming out and everything like that. And uh, But there, that's, also your story is, is a Philadelphia story. It is a um, it, it's a, 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 a snapshot in time that thankfully is continuing with the new material. But it's, it's a really cool, I think people are just really re-embracing that piece period and I the so. achievement yeah. and i think it happens a lot of times in bands that have and, and artists who have the enduring fortitude to stick with yeah. it where you start to become appreciated hopefully yeah. in your own time well,
13: and i think that's
4: happening now
13: and i can't really appreciate it, it, it feels yeah and it feels pretty good you know i mean as you guys know I, I started in the pocket with dallin over 10 years ago right and that was after i lived in socal California for twenty years, yeah, and I'd always be back five, six times a year because of the Hooters. But when I came back, I it started hitting me how what am, an amazing city Philadelphia is. I mean, it was after the Phillies won uh, the two two thousand and eight World Series, yeah. and the vibe was just. It was like, wow, yeah. is it me? And it wasn't just me. It was the city was just, it just felt electric. And then we started talking about, whoa, well, and the great music. And where it's really different is that we have such an eclectic uh, uh, sound that comes out of this city, you know, because I, th- I think because of Philly International and also because of the Philly Folk Festival. The, even the music comes out of musicians is different, you know. So I wanted to do you know, the in-the-pocket thing where I was paying homage to all those great songs and, I, and a chance to play with musicians that I didn't get. A chance to play with because I've been married to the Hooters for forty four years. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell, tell you when
4: when Preston when you complimented it's years ago now yeah too. and he 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 was um, you can tell when something registers sincerely yeah. with somebody.
13: Preston was definitely was sincerely moved by that. We're pros uh, yeah you're to. drummer pros yeah, bros, yeah. and that's special. <laughs> you know I, I I have a little posse of drummers like I just did a tour with with Rick Springfield his crazy story his drummer uh, Jorge which was always George to me when he was my drum tech when i did alice cooper's record back in 1990 it was your drum tech oh it was God. my drum tech That's i walked awesome. in and i found out a crazy story because he can play he's a monster drummer yeah and john and yellow was engineering the record and when george was setting up jorge Palacios was setting up the drums he he started hitting the snare drum and eerily he just hit the snare a couple times and john goes i wish the drummer we just fired could play like that Told george that yeah and you know, basically, if he would have heard George play, he would have told me to stay home. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, Jorge, he's just such a monster. But you know, he he and I, my point is that we're bros, and that we hung out. We had breakfast every day on tour for the last when we left on August fourth. Hung out like you and I would. If we were on tour. We'd yeah, be hanging, absolutely. having breakfast, having dinner, checking out new heads. Know, it, talking that, about the thing? It, yeah. You know, I've been talking to him every other day since uh, since uh, we finished the tour uh, thirteen days ago.
4: Okay. So over the course of years, and I, I did stand-up for a number of years, and there there were there were people who were in stand-up who were kind of um, standoffish, and, yeah. and, and they were sort of covetous if mm. you were getting more laughs and so on and so, forth. so right. forth. I assume that happens to some level, but I think it's probably maybe a different dynamic with musicians. I see more musicians
13: celebrate other musicians' capabilities, like real musicians. I've had that other You've side had, of yeah. it, and I, I won't mention the band, but I was a big fan of the band, and they were they were they were jerks uh, when we first started, and we were starting to happen, and their record company was hosing the re- release, and we were doing well, and we didn't have such a great time on tour, but we did our thing, right? But it wasn't like it was with hanging out. For instance, on in the Springfield tour. Prairie Prince and the Tubes played one, one show with us and all, Prairie and I hung out all day. <laughs> yeah. And John Waite, uh, played one of the shows. Alan, unfortunately, wasn't playing Alan Childs, but, you know, we were hanging out. It was, it was that kind of vibe on that tour we were all, uh, embracing. And Rick, and I think it's because Rick was so cool. He invited us out at the end of the, the last, sh- there's me and John right there, but on the last, uh, uh, show to sing, uh, Jesse's Girl. Which was awesome. That is awesome. Cool. John's That's a friend fun. of the show too. Yeah, he's, he's John just a is, great guy. He's salt of the earth. Yeah. Such a sweet, sweet man. And uh, yeah, that, it was it was a great time with everybody. So, the crew, the whole thing. Well, you know, I know you haven't seen
2: the uh, the doc yet. No, but, uh, but you know, you, you've, you've been gonna... interviewed and, and you know all that. And and talking about you, you know I, uh, the substance issue was is only a part of it. You said, yeah. but um, did that? W- was there a point in uh, in in the Hooters uh, when when you guys uh, were at your Peak as far as yeah. current music, writing the songs that yeah. were that were getting airplay yeah. at the time.
13: Uh, were, were you dealing with it then? Yeah, I mean, I I had the addiction when I when I actually started playing with those guys. So okay. it, wasn't, it wasn't like okay, you started playing music and got into a bad thing. It wasn't about that. It's you know, I just gotten. You know whatever happened just yeah. happened, and but I I did I, I I remember I was going to a rehearsal and uh, I thought we were going to play and they said no we're not playing today we're we're going to have a little chat and uh-huh. we were in that room that we had offside from where we would play and they it was like an intervention that yeah. you see wow. on TV yeah. and told me how much they they cared about me I don't know if the word love was used but sure. it was love in action you know and they told me if you want to proceed as a member of this band, you gotta do something and I went away for three months. You know. And I got I got I went to like there was I think it was the end of our tour. It was June 26, 1986. And uh, they were going on holidays. Uh, you know, one was going to Hawaii, I think, yeah. uh, and, you know, they were all going to these exotic places, and I was going to Delaware City, Delaware for <laughs> three months. <laughs> 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 i tell you what, Best though. Best thing that ever happened, though. Yeah. yeah, Grace Slick called me up on the phone. She goes, I'm good friends with her, hus- her husband at the time, Skip. She called me up, and it was pay phones back then. Yeah. You know, you didn't have a cell phone. And she, she, one of the residents there, there were about 20 of us, picked up the phone and said, uh, um, you know, this is Grace Slick. I want to speak to Dave. And the guy goes... And he knew rock and roll. Yeah, he said, yeah. This isn't Grace, Slick. And, <laughs> yeah. but she got me on the phone and she read me the Riot Act and she told me go to the steelworkers meeting on Seventeenth and Spring Garden. And uh, they don't give a crap that you play rock and roll. I don't care about what you do. They just want you to get better. And you know, and I went. I listened to Grace, of course, and I went. She
4: had her own, you know, profound oh, issue with it. Yeah.
13: Uh, it's it's wow. funny because we see
4: you again as this as, uh, absolutely up positive yeah. person. Tried to be, yeah, man. yeah. Uh, so, but in that point in time, would you consider that they they always talk about the cratering, the the mm. the, the
13: bottom of the bottom was that your bottom of the bottom? Yeah, it was. It, but it, I didn't realize that it was just the beginning. I mean, that was my introduction into getting clean and sober back then, right? If, if you will, because that. Now, that wasn't even a term back then, you know. Just right. I just wanted to get off of dope <laughs> <at> <laughs> the dope, did your time. But then I had to, you know. They say it's you had to stay vigilant because I never even I never even thought about pills was never an issue. But years later, when I had a broken hip and I was playing, I started, you know, I didn't read a, a, a pill bottle correctly. Right. You know, I was eating them like Pez, and then my sponsor, fortunately, saw me and he said, "Dave, you're you're not the same dude," you know. So um, I had to get my act together again with that. So you know, like oh. much like Steve Tyler he knows himself like i knew myself and i knew i had to get back to meetings and i had to get real with that and you know it's ups and downs it's not yeah. always a you know uh, it's not like a straight line in recovery you know, it's ups and downs and you have to kind of get to know yourself did and your drama suffer did uh, your sure. Sure. yeah, yeah. i you know looking back yeah. yeah i mean if i knew what i knew today and if i worked the way i work today back then i i would be a you know, i yeah. not much better drummer. But we could we could all say the same about but learning you know things. I mean? yeah. Right, right? Yeah. But, uh, yes, it did. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I would imagine live you yeah. probably, you know, I'm sure yeah, you're recording. Yeah, I you, mean, look,
13: we if you, view, there's a Hooters uh, we were playing at the Tower Theater, and there's a live concert there, and we're doing time after time. And I actually not out playing, wow. so. Wow. But I'm, I keep playing. <laughs> I don't miss a beat. I was pretty good, you know. I could get through that. I mean, I'm, you know. But I'm not. I'm not proud of it. But yeah. it's the truth, you know. Yeah. I could do it. It was just a part of my DNA at the time, you know. Um, besides recovery, obviously, there's there's a lot to cover. Yeah, in in your Levittown, story. In, Levittown
2: in, in Levittown, yeah, baby. But um, being a uh, being a drummer, you can be you can be an amazing drummer and. And still be in a garage band if you don't meet the right people. Yeah, right. And exactly. That's, uh, that's a big part totally. of it. Coming across people, yeah. you know, uh, like uh, Robin Eric, oh, who, can, who can write songs. songs yeah. Uh,
13: just had to be the, the
2: biggest thing, in, or one of the biggest things in your life. And
13: I don't know what, uh, you know, I just had, uh, and I don't even realize, I don't even think Eric really knows this, but I remember he was selling a, a Marshall 100 uh, watt. Uh, head to a friend of mine, Rob Pelletti. And I walked into this room and I just met Eric, but I knew who he was. And he played this one note. He played a riff, little riff. And I never heard a guitar sound like that. Mm. I was like, oh, who is this guy? And then the same thing happened with Rob. Rob played. And and then they, uh, fortunately for me, they came out to a gig I was playing and they invited me to... Come play with them, mm-hmm. and it it we just connected. And I rec I recognize that these guys are different. Matter of fact, they were so different that I don't think I even. I think I packed my gear up after that first time we played and recorded. and I went home because I was like that's it. You know, I'm I'm gonna go back and play. And then they call me back up, and it just worked. You know, these wow. two. Really smart guys from Penn, and this guy that barely got out of high school, <laughs> and it just worked out,
2: man. Were you the source of that kind of ska beat uh, for them, or, or did they have some ideas about that
13: too? Rob was really into it. He had he visited Jamaica throughout his throughout his lifetime with his family, so okay. he had this record collection. Like he he. I Was the first guy to to play me uh, like British guys playing like a reggae ska groove, and it just came very natural to me. And I don't know if it's because I was I thought backwards, but I started playing like I could play like a one drop feel very easily. Yeah. And that maybe might have a defect of mine, you know. It's like I just maybe because it's it's something just, I would have to yeah, work on to learn. I, I, you yeah, know? because I saw you play. I mean, you are like down like me. I'm I I embraced like Charlie Watts. If, that's why you ever hear guys say like you think charlie I, you don't hear it anymore but back in the day people would ask if you thought if i thought like uh, i'm sure you heard it too charlie a good drummer yeah wait what, are you kidding me yeah yeah, yeah. i mean he he, he created his own style he created his thing that we all embraced you right. know yeah but you know it, it it was like uh but that's what happened with me with playing ska and reggae it just felt like it felt like a an old shoe. I could put on an old shoe. It felt right. Oh, it felt okay. right.
8: David, I, was, uh, I spent some time with um, uh, Don McCloskey over the weekend, and uh, he was telling funny Hooters stories, because he loves you guys, and Don's a great Philly musician, and uh, so he got the chance to open for Eric Bazillion one time. Eric was doing a solo project, yeah. and so he's gonna he asked Eric a question that I want to ask you, and the, he, the question that he asked Eric was uh, what was Live Aid like? And Eric's response to Don
13: was I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, I remember everything, okay. and I was Pretty full on in my addiction at the time, and I, I and listen, it was the first time premiere. Yeah, I I I I did my. Uh, not the other business, but I I got off in the, yeah. in, the in the porta potty. Yeah, and uh, I, and, at Live Aid. And, 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 and at, at Live Aid. Yeah, and uh, and uh, because I knew I would I was going to be sick if I didn't. I knew that much about myself, and I did it. And I walked out, and the first person I walked in is Joan Baez hugging uh, Rob Halford. Oh my <laughs> God! Wow. Thought, yeah. What's in interesting? This? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
11: this is a
13: different kind uh, of Joan Baez and
4: Rob Halford. <laughs> the <laughs> last Half- pairing you'd expect yeah. to see. Yeah, 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 yeah.
13: And then and then I remember. Uh, Um, The the four top I guess it was one of the uh, because the Temptations did something with Daryl and John and uh, and and one I think it was um, what was his name Levi Levi was there from the four tops and and uh, uh, he. He, he was talking to me, and he, as if he knew me, and I think he thought I was—I think he thought I was somebody else because okay. <laughs> the way he was talking to me, or it was just odd. And then I had—I had coffee later with my girlfriend at the time, with uh, with uh, uh, David Ruffin and Eddie Kendricks. Wow! wow. They, sat, they came over and they said, uh, "Do you mind if I? Do you mind if I join you? We we join you?" I was like, "Oh my god! Like Legends. I know who you guys are. You yeah, know? I mean you're the best of the best. Yeah. You know, I mean it was live Aid for me was you know an incredible day. I I spent the whole day. Chrissy Hine was just such a gentle, uh, that was the first time, because i see her up there rocking and she's beastly. And then all of a sudden, she's this very gentle, very nice person that was like, it kind of threw me off a little bit. I didn't expect you to be like this. (laughs) And I, I met some really fantastic people. Petty had those, at the time, had the beard with the... Little with jowls. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he came in and uh, just some fantastic... And Clapton was playing his guitar and I was in front of him. I happened to be on the stage at the time and he was testing it and I didn't realize but I was standing next to him and he played this note and it was really loud. And I remember he apologized to me for like, like blowing my ears. I said, <laughs> the best sounding guitar <laughs> ever heard next
4: to Eric's. Oh God. It's, it's unbelievable to, be, wow. to have those memories yeah. obviously um, of that did you have the perception of? I mean, everyone had it. Had, it was the event. The buildup was huge. Yeah. In the moment, yeah. could you perceive?
13: Uh, I, I, I will tell you, I knew it was big because when you have Jack Nicholson, like. You know, shaking your hand before you hit the stage, yeah. uh, and and all those giants in in in, you know, in comedy, and then it, it was remarkable to see Bill Graham and 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 and, and Larry Maggot, who yeah. was so instrumental in us being there, uh, uh, just. Backstage, you, was, you knew something special was happening. It, it was it was incredible. Larry's yeah. a part of this interview. I mean, the documentary, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Pierre's yeah. in yeah, it too. The Godfather, man, yeah, I, yeah. I love Larry, man.
4: Low Cut yeah. Connie, Adam, yeah,
13: Wiener, yeah Adam Wiener, my
2: buddy. Yeah, a lot yeah. of good people in this documentary. Yes. Which, by the way, yeah. October fifth at uh, PFS Boars is when that's going to be playing. It's uh, heart of the beat. Come Harvard see it with
11: sickening. me. <laughs> <laughs> Your <First> um, time.
2: <laughs> Your set at Live Aid had to have been like that, and it could have like, been so flash, yeah,
13: because. I was the only drummer uh using in-ears that day. No. Nope. And he I did. yeah, and now it's just you yeah, know, it's so it's, for those who don't know. Standard,
2: yeah, in-ear yeah. monitors are essentially these uh, yeah. earphone plugs that you wear, and so yeah. that you can hear the other instruments. So you're playing on a massive stage. Normally, they would yeah. have these wedge speakers yeah. uh, that that play the signal you need to hear in order to hear the other uh, musicians to play
13: along with them. But this thing, this technology came along. Yeah. Did you get it through Future Sonics? Or I were? got it. well, Marty Marty Garcia who started Future Sonics. Okay, he he him and it was me and Willie Wilcox who played with Todd in Utopia at the time. We were the we were the beta test Utopia. <laughs> We yeah, you know, yeah right oh, yeah. the band he had and we were we were testing him now the way to and I'm honoring this at, when I played at Ardmore Music Hall this Saturday which I hope if you could come you could sit in oh, okay oh. Hey. Oh. so so uh, <laughs> uh, I have. Um, My drums, I'm gonna hopefully can do this because I haven't talked to the production manager, but I sent him a stage plot where my drums are set up like I had them at Live Aid at the front because I'm MC in the gig. Okay, so we're gonna do that. But at Live Aid, Rob was completely all across the stage, and I I just had this thought because some days I'd use them and some shows I wouldn't. So I decided this one I'm gonna put them in because I had the wedge behind me. Yeah, and I said if it doesn't work, I'll rely on the wedge. But all you zombies was song that you got to catch that downbeat. If you're not, it's you're done, and our career could have been a lot different if I didn't hear him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Really have yeah no I have no idea. Yeah. I, I queued off of his gliss with his, with his keyboard. And unfortunately, I can hear him. Now, Bob Clearmount was in the truck. There's these videos that you can hear. I don't know if they fixed them up since then, but um, I, I play a cross stick in All You Zombies. Yep. And he was sample. He was a big guy on triggering samples at the time. And he was. I was doing a cross stick and, and he was in the truck going, what the hell's going on? And he goes, ah, is this guy from Philly. He's playing cross. He's playing the cross stick. But I was... You know, so he was getting it confused. So you could hear a backbeat come in there once in a while where I'm not playing. <laughs> Somebody that hears it as a musician goes, man, that guy's really wild. Yeah. He plays a cross stick and a backbeat. <laughs> <laughs> now, wow. I, when you have, when
4: you're up on a stage and there's a lot, even if you've just ever spoken in a, on a microphone on a stage where you're not, getting that, uh, that gig Yeah. You, you can't hear a damn thing. Well,
13: I, on this tour, too, we had a weird thing happen. We're playing in St. Uh, uh, our bus broke down. So I think it was the second show. And, and, and we almost had to cancel Indianapolis. Yeah. And we all rented cars and we drove to the gig. We got there 15 minutes before the show. Wow. Uh, 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 an Amphitheater, big... Th- I, 15,000 seat joint, you know, walk in, they tell me that we were on the phone with them. said we were going to rent you, Jorge set up my drums, he knew my setup, we walk in, they I thought I was going to have a wedge. I had nothing. I looked, I'm going, what the hell? So we went complete commando. Oh, my God. And, and uh, you could look it up on YouTube. I think there's an Indianapolis show we're doing day by day, and it sounds pretty good. Okay. So that's pretty good. So you just no, had to kind of. Nothing. Yes. It was like the old oh days, God. like worse than the old days. Yeah. You know, I'm like watching their butts to see, okay, where's the downbeat? Where's this? You know, like Ring, Ringo at Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. The, the Beatles at, at yeah. the Shea Stadium, yes. they didn't have any monitors. Yeah. Did you imagine? No. But they. But that was, that's what they were used to played on yeah. the stadium you know, sound system. You're right. Yeah. Can you imagine that?
2: It's no, crazy. No. It's crazy. Well, listen, yeah, Dave, I, yeah. I'm very excited. You've got this documentary about your yeah, life. It's well, so thank cool. thank you. It's wild. Heart of the Beat, yeah. and it premieres uh, on October 5th. It's at the 26th annual uh, First Glance Philadelphia Film Festival. So, yes, 7.30 right. at the PFS Board. So, if you want to get the tickets, uh, firstglancefilms.com. We'll post that information. Yeah, you, you can also follow Dave on, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would imagine, on Instagram. You'll have the info yeah. on there, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll uh, but, listen, congratulations, thank man. You, man. Thank Always you, Always good to I, see you.
13: I, I love you guys. I was so excited when Dallas said, yeah, you're going to go down. I said, I my people.
2: <laughs> you know, Excellent. Yeah, we're bros, man. Yeah, yeah we're, we're bros. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, and congratulations. The new album is great. Thank you. I'm thank very happy fun. for yeah, it. It's a
13: little groove, man. Isn't yeah. it? Dave was
5: sickening, Yes. Guys,
2: yeah. Of
5: the Hooters.
2: And with that, we'll. T- I love this song. Yeah, it's great. so great. great. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
14: Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space. Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less apples.
6: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter,
0: Facebook, and TikTok.
6: And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding!
0: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme enter acme swooping and win sweepstakes and you could win up to ten thousand dollars cash or 2024 20, eagle season tickets and all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopingandwingame.com Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop and to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit WindowNation.com to get started.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: Getting long on the tooth, today's program. Uh, But we are happy to be on board because we have had some great things happen today, including Kathy's fall activities list. Which was
4: stellar and apparently selling out like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. If If you
2: missed it and you didn't get on it and there are things that you need to either sign up for or purchase through that, you may want to do that today because a lot of them are gone.
3: Yeah, there's a couple right. that are that are sold out already. Wow. Uh, so yeah, get in get in on it quickly. And you know, even the ones that weren't exclusive, like Elma Park Zoo and places like that, their events are so good that they do sell out quickly. So yeah. don't wait.
2: All right, uh, we're going to give something away. We're doing the lesson question, and we have a chance for you to win a four pack of Hershey Park tickets. Question after you this morning, in order to attract our demographic, what free item are they now offering up at Cracker Barrel? Two one five two six three. WMMR was mentioned earlier. Don't make it up. Don't guess. Had to have heard it. All right. In order to attract a younger demographic, what free item are they now offering up at Cracker Barrel? 215-263-WMMR. Call us now.
1: The trash business is a home. 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
4: Alright, we'll get these stories while we wait for your calls. Uh, Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, GoFundMe, canceling a page by Rob Mercer, the World Series of Poker champion who raised money falsely, claiming he had cancer only to lose it on gambling. Mercer says he knows what he did was wrong, but says he's been desperate ever since being diagnosed with AIDS. So, oh, yeah. Oh yeah I'm my, probably yeah. start another page. Yeah. <laughs> Alpine skier Lindsey Vaughn was stung by a jellyfish while wakeboarding over the weekend. The man on the beach offered to pee on her, but that was when she was arriving at the beach. So. <laughs> <laughs> Usher is officially performing the Super Bowl halftime show this year in Las Vegas. CBS issued a statement saying that if there has ever been a time for Usher to perform the halftime show, it was 15 years
11: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That'd be> old.
2: <Hollywood. laughs> All righty. Let's see if someone certainly does know the answer to this question in order to attract a younger demographic. uh, What free item are they now offering up at Cracker Barrel? 215-263-WMMR. And it's Grant that we'll check in with. Good morning, Grant. Oh, good morning to see you. Oh. (laughs) Fan of the silver pony. <laughs> All right, Grant. In order to attract the your Demographic, what free item are they now offering up at Cracker Barrel?
11: That would be Somali. Mm, yes! Well <laughs> no, no, no. Cracker Barrel.
2: One moment please. <laughs> Don't try the soup. Uh, We are going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets for Hershey Park. And Hershey Park Halloween is now open Friday through Sunday. Buy your tickets now at HersheyPark.com and visit this weekend.
1: Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
2: Just a couple of things to pass along to you. Uh, next year, Journey will celebrate fifty years of rock and roll. Oh, yeah, wow. with an anniversary tour. Journey. Uh, special guest Toto. Toto uh, will be on board. By the way, that's a hell of a show. It is. Yeah, they've collectively streamed more than three point three billion plays on Spotify. By the way, so no slouch themselves.
5: It's like a billion.
2: Uh, the Journey. It's their manager. Freedom Tour. It's tw- their Ruben Kincaid. twenty twenty four. Nice Partridge family (laughs) reference. Uh, begins uh, February 9th in Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, they will be as close as I see now. They'll probably have more dates. They're going to be in Wilkes barre at the Mohegan Sun on April 27th. Uh, tickets for the 30, 30 City Tour go on sale Friday. So, what musicians now comprise Toto? Uh, you have Neil Sean, you have uh, Jonathan Kane, and. Well, that's uh, Journey, those, right? Oh, to Toto? Yeah, you yeah, i yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I would imagine Steve Lukather is still on board yeah. uh, I think there's two Luka brothers is Steve the uh, drummer no, guitarist. he's the guitarist. Who's the drummer? Well, Jeff Percaro. He, he passed. Oh wait, away. I'm sorry. There were there were two Percaro brothers. Yeah, Jeff Percaro died ages ago. Some sort of like chemical or some sort of yeah. It was re- a, it was an allergic reaction to a pesticide? Yeah. Or something. Oh. Something like that.
10: There's a guy uh, named
8: David Page and uh, Joseph Williams are the current members of Toto.
2: Really? Hmm. Wait a minute. And nobody. Uh, yeah, and there. Steve Lukather. Okay. So
4: yeah. the Toto pedigree was that you had like studio uh, music. Like yeah, lab- they, they
0: were.
2: World Caliber, out of, yeah, out of uh, studio musicians, yeah. But none of the Percaros are in it anymore. Uh That's okay. sad. Yeah, so, yeah, Mike Percaro was the other one, I think. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not sure who all, mm. I think the original vocalist, and I couldn't tell you who that is because I was just new. Uh, mainly, I was, you know, a Jeff Picaro fan, so I don't have the answer. And then <laughs> Journey, aren't two of the members suing each other currently? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, they may have settled that all right. issue. I'm not 100% sure, but it, yeah, it was Jonathan Kane and Neil Sean were <laughs> going at each other, which is. Is crazy because they would essentially just show up, do the gig, and leave. Yeah. yeah. And then call their lawyers.
4: Uh, when, in fact, he would yell out on stage, are you ready to rock? And then he'd say, yeah, for that answer, you need to talk to my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs>
8: Speak with my attorney.
4: Yeah, uh, At this time, we're not ready to rock. Uh, come back to us in about a half hour.
2: Uh, other assumption
4: of rocking is scurrilous
2: acts that are announcing tour Stevie Nicks will extend her tour into next year. Uh, February and March dates include stops in Atlantic City, uh, Omaha, New Orleans, Hollywood, uh, Florida. Uh, I don't know when the AC show is.
4: Um, I didn't see that. You saw uh, Kathy? Did you see the reason? Was it she was on with Billy
3: yeah. Joel? Right. Did yes. You, were you there for that show? I was
4: there. And did you see
2: Stevie Nicks?
3: I did, yes. Did you like it?
2: Um. I remember you giving a lackluster review saying yeah, it was good. It's but,
3: not really my, I mean, well, it was cool to see her say that yeah. I saw her, but, you know, she's very, like,
4: trippy and trippy ethereal. And, I love yeah, Stevie like, Nicks. Yeah. I, I was
3: more, I kind of looked at, like, she wore one of the, um her original, like, one of those, like, capes that she wears. Right, right, yeah. So, like, I was looking at her outfits, but, yeah, it was, you know, it was all right. Um.
2: right. They'll be playing, she will be playing Saturday, February 10th in Atlantic City. Uh, and then in Allentown on November 9th at the PPL Center. I'm not sure what venue it is in Atlantic City, but uh, and then the last thing, and I think we have some audio to accompany this, but Ringo Starr is now a member of the Musicians Hall of Fame. He was inducted yes. during a private ceremony in Nashville over the weekend.
10: It means a lot, actually, because you know I have a, a love for country music, and uh, it's getting bigger than Nashville. You know what I mean? So um, it's it's good. The
4: right. reason he's saying that is they, they, they were. In Nashville for the presentation, correct? Yes, yeah, that is correct. Yep, uh, that's
2: why I said it was a ceremony in Nashville over the weekend. Uh, so he joins recent inductees uh, ZZ Top's Billy F. Gibbons, uh, Vince Gill, and Don McLean
4: as well. So he took he- a spill on stage, Ringo. Did you see that a couple days no, ago? I didn't mm-hmm. see that. Oh, that's the audio of it. Oh, oh God! No, yeah, he took. The, and he, he, the guy defies age. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> And that
2: is all we have in music news for you friends. So we're going to take a break. We'll return and we'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week. So do not miss it. We'll be right back.
14: 933 WMMR.
10: You're a real crumbum. Kyle, a short while ago you got a call from Beasley Mission Control informing you that you had won what? $1,000. Great day in the morning. That is magnificent. Crumb Bum Cash. Your shot
14: to win $1,000 five times a day.
10: Congratulations. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you for listening. We appreciate that. Listen
14: for the Crumb Bum Contest keyword for your chance to grab some dough with MMR's Crumb Bum Cash. Official rules at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Book online at horizonezbook.com. From 93 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Your wallet. Uh,
2: we are approaching the end of our broadcast day. And an enjoyable one it has been. A lot of things have happened. And we're not done making them happen yet. But I will uh, run down a couple of things real quick. I would like to uh, thank Kathy Romano for releasing Yay! the onslaught Yay! of fall activities for the year. So we have uh, fall activities. We've now received our list. It is available at uh, com, but um, like minutes before she was even done with the list. <laughs> We we're getting texts that certain things were sold
4: out or booked up. That's how that's how impactful that list is. Well, these are you're, you've actually provided a number of. Um, I mean, you know where you're going to be at these events, doing these activities, and, and I think it's fun to have you there and curating these things. It's cool.
3: Yeah, and the first one is next Tuesday, uh, and that's the dried florals with um, bygone flowers at Jeff's farm, Sycamore, uh, Sycamore and Jeff Stone's Devlin. Farm, yeah, Jeff Devlin's farm, and I think he's going to you know come and hang out for a little bit too. Too. So, uh, that one is still open if you
2: want to come. I always love that word sycamore. I don't sycamore. know why, but it's a, sycamore. It's a fun Not name. Out there with the sycamore. and the sycamore trees. I declare. Um, so, thank you to Kathy. And uh, like I said, go check that out. And thank you to uh, Acme Markets being our sponsor and Marissa for putting together yeah. the yeah. webpage for that. It's very, very wonderfully done.
4: And uh, Kyle, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kyle. Kyle yeah. for the, the yeah. theme song.
2: Of course. <laughs> And uh, speaking of music, David was sick and was here. And his documentary about his life called Heart of the Beat uh, is now going to be uh, debuting on October 5th, 7.30 p.m. And uh, also, the uh, In the Pocket, uh, they've got a show coming up at Armore Music Hall on September 30th. In that documentary, Pierre Robert is featured.
10: I, I, am, uh, I do have a piece in it. It was quite a while ago, so I, I don't remember exactly, but we filmed it right in this room. Mm. in your studio, because your studio looks very high-tech, so we used it as the backdrop and filmed it in here one afternoon, some time ago. Uh, By the way, the In the Pocket show is this Saturday. Right. Uh, So, um, (coughs) he didn't really explain, uh, uh, go into the rest of the detail on that, but I mean, In the Pocket was this great concept that he had of celebrating Philly music with today's musicians, so going back and looking at all kinds of things, everything from, you know, the sound of Philly to uh you know to local bands like you know the A's and and covering other songs that were done in the 80s, Robert Hazard and stuff like that, and it's called In the Pocket, and every so often they release a new song, and it's always a cover of a great Philly um, song in Philly history, and it's fantastic, and they get so many great musicians, and Dave is the solid drummer for for the whole thing, but it's this rotating cast of incredible characters at Ardmore Music Hall, uh, and very talented, and it will be Saturday night, and um, I will be stirring it, I will be hosting it. You <laughs> Pierre, um, I just re- realized. what you do? I went to stir my coffee with, with a, a fork. The fork, but I forgot to take the cap, cap. There's a little, there's a little condom on the uh, yeah. on the fork there to yeah. keep it uh, yeah. sanitary. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, it's funny. It sounds like as you were talking about it with the sugar, it sounded like you were panning for gold in the background. Oh, it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, Nick. Yep. Nick is handing me um, some sausages. <laughs> Uh, so, um, anyway, sausages. I will uh, be hosting that on Saturday. Uh, dot com. I think, is the website, and you can get more information, and it will be a great, fun evening. And he invited you, Presbo, to hey, come duh. out and pound a few pounders on the pound skins. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We'll see if that can happen. Swing the iron. Yeah. Swing the iron. Swing the old iron, as yep. the old yep. drummers say. Oh, that's what we do. Yep. Link it to the to the hills. Yeah. Link it to the hills. Yep.
3: <laughs> 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 link it to the hills.
10: Link it to the hills. Sharp, sharp drumming, a
4: Buddy Rich used to say, link it to the hills. He yeah. yeah. always did. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I, I am I am I am I am <laughs> searching for threads uh, to link this to yeah, a, a segue to something else. No, I want to <laughs> give away our uh, Tattoos Day. I'd like oh, that- to do that actually. Oh, that- so okay. let's uh, let's do that, and then we'll do that. <sharp noise> <sab coworkers> then we'll do the letter. I would like to congratulate our winner, George Marion, yeah. from Levittown, Bucks County. And uh, George is getting a new tattoo, a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And uh, it's brought to you by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, which is located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, their samples samples are available at floatingworldtattoos.com or you can check them out on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. Now we can do the letter. Okay.
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now,
2: the daily letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. P as in Petunia. All right. And we will give away a four-pack of great seats. Center Orchestra, just eight rows behind the pit seating area, to see Jerry Seinfeld. Friday, October 6th, 9.30 p.m. at the Met in Philadelphia. Tickets for both shows that night are on sale now via Ticketmaster. The 7 p.m. show is nearly sold out. So go to the
10: contest page at WMMR.com for another chance to win tickets. Uh, What's happening on the program today, man? We will have uh, Crumbum Cash at noon and again at 3 and again at 5. We've got uh, Workforce Blocks with the great Robert Palmer, uh, also Foo Fighters. And uh, Brian Ferry of Roxy Music has a birthday today, so we will celebrate that. You Mm -hmm. saw him recently, right, in concert? I I saw the 50th anniversary last summer of Roxy Music. Phenomenal. Yeah, great, Uh, great band. I mean, so many great romantic, dreamy, drift away songs and his wonderful voice and the way he dresses, everything about him. I got an interview with them for the first time last year. Oh, cool. Maybe we'll drop a piece of that in too. Love um, but cool. Excellent.
2: All right. Well, let me thank our sponsors. President's Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. And the President's Chief Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Wilmington University. And you can find your education home at Wilmington University, Edu. Tomorrow on the program, Wednesday, Secret Text Word, Fox Good Day, and the legendary John Cleese will be joining us. How cool. From Monty Python and many other things. That is it. We are done. Ray, John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye.